This is Pull Request After Dark. Pull Request After Dark is a different kind of technology podcast, but we still talk about everything in and relating to technology. With three techno experts, Eric Newman. Hi! Chris Grabowski. Hello. And Tyler Dinner. Hi there. This week's episode, it's the end of the year, and we know it. And we can just kind of... Listen! I like this, I like this lick. It is quite peaceful. Yeah. Well, what's up, guys? This is it. This is our end of the year show. And uh, I don't, I didn't want to start it with my usual yelling... That I start our usual shows with. Uh, yeah, exactly. I can't miss it. Well, I know what you know. I wanted to have a an, a darker tone, a deeper tone for this evening, for New Year's Eve, because we're all drinking. Get your glass of brandy and turn your voice down <laughs> low. Exactly. <laughs> this exactly. is Lady Man. Lots so uh, why don't we why don't we start off the episode with uh, Christian? What do you what do you have in your glass there? Uh, I've got a little uh, vegan eggnog, courtesy of you, with a uh, little bourbon in it. Oh, wonderful! Uh, and uh, Tyler, what have you got over there? Uh, just more whiskey. More whiskey? That's great. And I have coffee because I'm not drinking. Sorry, guys. Yeah, not yet. He not is. yet. <laughs> I know. It's not really an after dark episode if he doesn't drink. No, the problem is, is that I'm going to pass out if I start drinking. So the only way to get an episode out of me is if I am stone cold sober. And because I nope. Nope, you, no. drank, you drank it the last one, you're drinking this one. Yeah. Uh, whatever. All right. We're not letting you get away with this. Oh, that's that's fine. But, you know, we do still have to talk about technology because it is a technology show. But there hasn't really been too much to talk about. Well, this is probably the slowest week in the industry. Uh, yeah. I, I think most people uh, who had paid time off chose to take it. Uh, I don't have any paid time off right now because I started a new gig. And I'm building a media empire, so any sort of time off that I have from the first job would be taken away by the second one. Uh, Tyler, you were off this week? Uh, yeah, I was off for the most part this week. And how was that? Quite enjoyable. I bet. Nice. I'm getting my brain back. It really wasn't working towards the end of the year. Well, that's good. Christian, how about you? Were you working this week? I had a couple of days off, but towards the end of the week I was working, but working from home. Yeah, I... I oh, on, on Tuesday, I'm actually in a new office over on Broad Street, right across from the Stock Exchange, and I get a beautiful review of the river from uh, the office. So it'll be enjoyable. Wow. Yeah. More music? Oh. No, in fact, that More sound friends. that you heard was from our studio audience. We keep them in a Tupperware container during the week, and we take them out on Sundays just for us, and it is a Sunday, even though it feels like a Saturday. hi Hey, look at that. Ooh. You know, when we, we don't do these shows for two weeks, you really miss it. You forget what day it is, because you're just like, what day is it? I'm not doing a show today. Some of us forget what day it is. Every day, Eric. Yeah, it's not, not special. That's why we have a Some of us only have a one or a zero. Do I have work or do I not have work? Ah, that would be that would be nice. Here's a question. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen has brought out a lot of a lot of big big stories, and I I didn't want this to just be a year in review show. As many tech podcasts are probably doing. What are the best technology stories out of twenty seventeen? Well, Apple came out with it. Nobody cares. Or they do predictions. Or they do predictions. But the thing is, those are fun. Yeah. Here's a question. Here's a question. It's not a prediction or a... One of the big stories that came out 2017... Oh! Wait. I forgot. Just like I forgot the last time. Tyler, this is an After Dark episode. What does it mean when we do an After Dark episode? It means we chill, we drink, we be merry. And we throw the explicit tag on so we don't give a what what about fuck shit. That's right. 
Thanks to Apple's beautiful podcasting scheme, they allow us to have an explicit podcast every once in a while. No. Uh, well, they do. <laughs> and, we, and we like to fuck shit up like the rest of them. We just want to, <laughs> you know, we just want to pre- create family-friendly content 50 weeks out of the year. And then the other couple of weeks, we can create stuff for the adults, for the real people, for the real fans <laughs> well, of shit. the show. Exactly. Well, shit. And, and the thing is, is that, remember, when we started doing Pull Request at Radio Free Brooklyn, those commie bastards, uh, they would let us curse. They self-identify as communists. It's not really. They don't think that's a bad moniker at oh. all. Anyway, uh, the thing is, is that uh, they let people curse. They let people. Sm- I really smell. They let people drink in the studio. That was during the training. They said, hey, "If you want to, just don't, just don't, don't drip any on the board. You can drink and you can curse because it's an internet radio station. The FCC doesn't really apply there. But yeah, they just arrest him in money. Exactly. But if you do it every show, it takes away from the specialness. Of the program, when you can let it all hang out. And because it's New Year's Eve and everyone's drinking today, why not? Exactly. Uh, I agree. So, back <laughs> to uh, what I was asking. One of the big things over 2017 was um, uh, sexual assault. You said that with a little too much vigor in your voice. Sexual assault. Still not any better. Sexual? No. No, it's just that upward inflection. It's the sexual? Yeah. It's the sexual with the smile on my face. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No. Because there's nothing smiling about this. Now, the question... So, is it a nervous year for you, Eric? (laughs) 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 You got me. 2018 is going to be worse. Uh, (laughs) So, speaking of predictions for next year... No, the the thing is this, is that a lot of people... um, have have tumbled from stardom this year, uh, and and so quite a few of them have been comedians. Unfortunately, they've, uh, some of the comedians have made it in, into Congress, like Al Franken. Unfortunately, he stepped down after a bunch of women he, came bye bye. Uh, and I and ironically, the Republicans, without any sort of moral fiber, won't. But that's another story. The question is this: We have somebody who's a really good comedian. I like a lot of the content that he creates, but his stuff, because of his sexual assault slash harassment, has been removed from these online content providers. Now, in the world of piracy, where we shouldn't be allowed to do that, combined with this world of streaming everything, but then if they get removed from the streaming platforms that we don't have a leg to stand on, is it, therefore, ethically okay to pirate content that was removed by one of these streaming providers because of one of these decisions. Yes or no? You're asking the wrong guy. I'm always pro-pirate. Is that a clause in my lease? What? That's a, uh, uh, you said a lot of big words. That yeah, was, it was in English. Not really easy to consume. It was, okay. TLDR. Louis C.K. was accused of sexual Okay, that, now it's shorter. Okay. <laughs> okay. And his stuff was removed from Netflix and HBO. Okay, Eric If you want watch to Louis. watch Louis on Netflix or HBO, you can't. And so the only way to watch it so is to is pirate it okay the to show. Pirate it now? Is it ethically okay? Legally, it's still not. But is it ethically okay to pirate his show because of this? Or are you... In, are you uh, implicitly supporting and enabling his sexual abuse. Is it ethically okay to watch Louis C.K. stuff anymore? I mean, you that's the same. It's basically the same question. Is also, it? Also, well, you wouldn't download the internet. <laughs> you wouldn't download a house. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'll say to that is, one, if you're pirating it, you're not really uh, in any way reinforcing or promoting his sexual assault. You're in fact t- taking away opportunistic uh, money from him. Yeah, so, if it forces all you're not, his you're not really supporting him, you're just enjoying but it's, comedy. It's not necessarily opportunistic when the opportunity already disappeared. I agree that it's well, neutral. It, it, it didn't necessarily disappear. 
all of a sudden you can have those being sold in like a sketchy Eighth Avenue sex shop for all we know. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, okay, so you're saying yes, it is ethically, morally right. I think it's totally okay to pirate it. It's not. I, it's not saying. It's not saying we support his sexual assault and his publicly masturbating in front of people. Well, he privately not, you're not, suppo- you're not supporting that. You're not supporting that. I want to watch his comedy without supporting his public masturbation. Well, that's exactly what this is. You're not giving the guy money. You're just enjoying jokes. But I went to see him live when I back when that I lived is, in Pittsburgh. That is the issue. And then, that. and then at the end of the show, he said, "Hey, uh, I don't really do this, but can I take out my dick?" And then he jerked off in front of the audience. It was good f- talk about a grand finale. Anyway, explicit tag, right? <laughs> Uh, anyway uh, how about this uh, uh, there was a fire 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 uh, Friday in the Bronx uh, this one because yes. it's time for uh, since there wasn't really there wasn't really that much stuff at the top of the show so it's our New York Minute we take a look at what's happening in your five boroughs. And... Yeah, fatal NYC fire started by a three-year-old playing with stove. Well, it wasn't even that he was playing with it. He left it on. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was for heat or something from the sounds of it. Well, the, yeah, I mean, this is, a, this is a multifactorial problem. When you're using a gas stove for heat and you're living in a project in the Bronx, you don't really have a leg to stand on, do you? Your landlord's a piece of shit. You don't live... You live in a not-so-great place, but you live there out of circumstance, so it's not like you can exactly move away. And when the landlords aren't doing their job and you need to heat yourself when it's 8 degrees outside, you might want to turn on the oven. I can see where they're coming from, but that's a really bad idea. Coming from the guy who lived in several apartments back in 2016. 15. Oh, it was 15? Wow, time time flies. I know, Christian, because once you turn 21, getting older stops being fun. Anyway, uh, a big a three-year-old boy's screams alerted his mother that a fire had erupted in their th- first-floor apartment in the Bronx on Thursday night. The boy had been playing with burners on the kitchen stove. I bet he's trying to make beats. You know how when they light, it goes He's three. He's just playing with stuff. He's trying to make some anyway. This is a downer subject. It is. Uh, And it was actually, I mean, that's... Listening to the stories of of as it was happening, was it was one problem after another. There was like a fire, uh, a fireproof wall that wasn't actually fireproof. There were doors that were not that were supposed to be fireproof that weren't fireproof, and then someone playing with an oven, as as a, a, a child playing with an oven, lights the whole building on fire. Wow. The apartment stairway acted quote like a chimney as the fire burst from the apartment, feeding the flames and allowing them to spread throughout the building. Jeez. All right. Next Wonderful. subject. All right, all right, all right. Uh, next subject. Because it's the end of the year, do you want to take a quick look at new laws for the tri-state area taking effect tomorrow? Let's hear about it. Uh, in New York, do we want to start with New York? Yeah, why not? Because we're number one. That's the one we care about. That's the only one we care about. Uh, pharmacies in New York City are no longer allowed to sell tobacco products. Whoa, CVS can't have... CVS has stopped selling tobacco products earlier. By the way, they're... CVS, uh, Dwayne Reed. Ah, uh, Dwayne Reed, yes. And by the way, uh, CVS are about to buy Aetna, the health insurance company. Yeah, I know. They own my health insurance, though. Mine, too. <laughs> Mine, three. 
I have, Holy crap. Yeah, well, when there's only four companies, you know. I'm they sorry, I'm sorry. Them. Holy shit. Yeah, you might as well use it while we have it. <laughs> uh, let's see. So pharmacies can't sell tobacco products. Moving on, retail licenses for e-cigarettes. Retailers would be required to get a license to sell e-cigarettes. Uh, and then the number of licenses will be capped at half the current number by community district, though existing sellers will be permitted to renew their license. Number of tobacco retailers has been capped. Here we go, Christian. Revenge porn to be criminalized. Oh, good. There goes half of my dick pics. <laughs> uh, the city council passed... The other half were allowed. The passed legislation that would make it a crime to engage in revenge porn, sharing intimate images of Christian's ex-girlfriends with people to aim to embarrass whoa, him. Whoa, whoa, no. Come on. It's... The ex-boyfriends. I'm oh, sorry. Ex- <laughs> no, 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 no. no, it's them sharing my dick. <laughs> oh, right. Not yeah. flattering himself at all. No, exactly. Um, <laughs> moving on. One, one. Here's something positive. Uh, paid family leave for workers. It's not just maternity leave. It's not just paternity leave. Perhaps de Blasio... Oh, no, wait. I was going to say perhaps uh, de Blasio did something good, but it wasn't him because it was... How much dad time do we get? Mr. Cuomo in Albany. Uh, employees can take up to eight weeks of paid leave and receive 50% of their average wage. However, there's a cap of $650 a week. What? So you can get maternity leave, or you can get paternity leave, and you can receive fi- up to fifty percent of your wage as long as fifty percent of your wage is six hundred dollars a week. Okay, I feel like that's fair, but then I feel like the people who are really making like thir- below three hundred bucks a week should get all their stuff paid for. <laughs> like, yeah, that's I, fair. I, I think I think that's a ridiculously low cap. Just and they and they that probably is a low cap, but that's not actually the problem. Is is it's so low that it's not actually going to be able to be used by anybody. So these people that need to take weeks of paid leave, they also still have to pay rent. You have to be saving up in those few weeks, and of course you're not saving up the year that you're going to have a baby. Like. Right. $650 a week, I mean, you might as, you can spend that on diapers. That's like 3% of the population that works really well for or just okay for. But then, that allows them to say that they've done it. Just like the minimum wage increases for New York City, it's going up to 1350 tomorrow. Uh, but That's certain- real nice. That's, well, actually, the one argument against that, and this happened in Seattle. Of what? Where you're making too much to afford federal, uh, like, welfare. Uh, welfare, but you're making too little to really get by. Oh, the, there was, I saw, I saw this graph where if you're on welfare, as long as you make under 60 grand, you will actually net more money on welfare than with the salary. I think with 15, uh, they're, like, I know the argument was they won 15. At that point, you're, I, I, I forget what the math is, but you're looking for... Like, at least 50 grand. I didn't know you I, could get welfare and still have a job. No, it's that you cannot work and be on welfare, and you can arrange it in a way that it somehow you get enough... You, you net the same amount of money as your salary job under 60 grand well, minus taxes. Is it like um, Medicaid or, or uh, something where it, it is the case that you can work? In fact, you have to be working, but... That's unemployment? No? It might no, just be I, welfare. There's something. It might just be Medicare. Yeah. Well, Medicare I thought was the older, uh, the one for older people, and then uh, Medicaid is the one for the poor. That's health insurance. Well, it, yes, but you're still making too, too much money to qualify for that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, middle class tax cut. Uh, the New York middle class. Uh, the rate tra- uh, dropped from 6.65% to 6.57%. Look at that. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, one more time, one more time. Uh, there's different or there's different tax brackets. The income rate will ter- will drop from 6.45 percent to 6.33 percent for joint filers making between 43,000 and 161,500 dollars because those are the same. That's a very tax specific. bracket. 
Uh, and for single filers, so those were married couples, and for single filers, making between twenty-one four and 80649 So those numbers are weird. That, that's weird that the single filers are those numbers. You, you the think single that, filers are 21 and 80, and then the double file, the joint are 43 and 161. That makes sense. Oh, I'm, looking, right. at, I'm looking at the next bit, because of that, to so, me, if you're living in New York, that is what real middle-class wages look like. Married filers between 161 and 323. Well, yeah. And single filers between 80 and 215. Why are those in the same tax bracket? Again, I guess they're not in the same tax bracket. They're just in adjacent tax they're, brackets. Yeah. But that that one sounds much more like New York middle class. The the, fir- the first one's like that's cause, I don't know anybody, uh, but married or single, who is making that kind of salary. Because De Blasio's taking half your check. Yeah. Uh, What's okay. next? Uh, talk about New Jersey. There's no more state tax. Nah. Do we have to? Nah. Sales, sales tax reduced. New Jersey doesn't count. We can move on. Okay. Unless uh, a drinking age changed, I don't want to hear no. about it. No, it used to be or 18. weed. Actually, my uncle has a story. It used to be eighteen in. Uh, oh no, it did. Yeah. Lot in, of in New Jersey, and it wasn't 18 in New York. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you used to be able to go into New Jersey, and you used to be able to say... No, wasn't it the other way? Was it the other way yeah. around? Yeah, so yeah. Jersey kids would drive around. Okay, yeah. yeah. So then it was twenty. It was 21 in Jersey and 18. Yeah, no wonder there were accidents. It was Jersey people. Right. We used to be able to say, why would I be in a bar if I weren't 21? And then they would just serve you a drink. <laughs> oh, I don't look 21? Oh, well, why would I be in a bar without my ID unless I were 21? Also, IDs were easy to fake when you didn't have scanners. Yeah. But they don't scan your ID at a bar. Yeah, they do. They only scan it on the important days, too. Friday and Saturday. You yeah. go on a Tuesday, uh, you get in. Only certain bars, and usually only after 9 or 10. Uh. Trust me, I know this. I was living in New York City before but- I was 21. Gotcha. It's only the ones you really want to go to that you can't get into. That makes sense. All right. Uh, moving on. I don't even know how much, how far we're into the... Hold on. Because logic doesn't have the counter the same way. Time. All right. 18 minutes. 18 minutes in. That means nothing. But why not make it mean something because it's time for our GitHub Issues of the Week. Our first, last GitHub issue of the year comes to us from Homebrew. Devils should auto-upgrade if needed, like Stable does. Ooh-wee. Take it away, Christian. Alright, so with Homebrew, it's uh, the it's the traditional package manager for OSX. And right. the issue here is you can do the stable uh, uh, channel of releases for a certain piece of software. And when you do like a brew upgrade, you just get those upgrades. But for like a devil package, you're going to have to explicitly say, upgrade blah blah blah. That's annoying. Not necessarily. Well, because you might... This actually sounds like a much better idea, honestly, is to not update de- uh, de- devil packages. Why? Because then you can in- include breaking changes and such. Stable means that, like, either you're going to have, like, uh, release notes that are ve- made very obvious that there was a breaking change, or they're going to try to, uh, like, smooth out all these changes. If you're in- uh, downloading a devil package, that's probably just whatever the master branch is of whatever software you're installing. Huh. But what I'm saying is you might have, I mean, and this is doing a whole, oh no, never mind. They're talking about single package upgrades. Yep. I thought when you did like brew update the whole system, then it wouldn't, then you would have like 20 packages that updated, but not the devil packages. And I that mean, would just be a like mess. To, so I, I have some experience with dealing with the uh, auto updating a, a dev package. I had uh, BCC, which is the BPF compiler uh, collection. It uh, uh, on Ubuntu by default up until recently, you were getting the nightly builds. So I would have so many breaking changes and code I was trying to write using eBPF. Ah. And finally, they switched to stable builds, and I'm so happy about that. Huh. Yep. 
Okay. So what do you want them to do here? Well, so with this I Love ZFS, which great username, uh, <laughs> this guy, uh, he wants uh, to uh, be able to uh, actually uh, upgrade the dev packages. There's a bit of a back and forth between Mike McQuaid, who was the creator of Homebrew, and uh, this guy. And he's like, you know, you can implement it yourself if you really want to, uh, but it seems to be firmly in the, in the, hey, let's not do this unless there's a certain flag pass that you will auto-update this stuff. So the idea is they go and implement this in Brew. Okay. And is that it? Yep. It's a lot of, well, it's a long comment here. Yep. Okay. Well, moving on to our next GitHub issue of the week. Our second last GitHub issue of the year comes to us from React. Warn users of Create Factory is accessed directly. Take it away. Can do. So Create Factory, uh, I'm not entirely sure what it does. In fact, you might know better than I do. I don't use but, factory models. Uh, okay. But the Factory is where Apple products are made in China. <laughs> oh, thank you. But so the idea is actually create warnings when the stuff's uh, called directly, uh, which would involve getting like the last stack trace or at least doing like some kind of introspection to see what the last caller was, which will slow down the code. But on the other hand, at least in dev mode, why isn't this just good. isn't this isn't there some kind of abstracted create factory function that they could use? Well, so the suggested solution here, uh, uh, based on uh, some collaborator of uh, React, was that in if dev. Uh, create fa- uh, you can create factory with this warning, and then if not dev, you just call create factory. So that's pro- probably the best way to go about this. Huh. That sounds nice. That makes sense, having an if dev flag. Yep. Doesn't ruin your whole dev- development setup. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting, because I haven't used the factory model for developing on React. Hmm. But that's me. Okay. From my favorite JavaScript library to your favorite JavaScript library, Christian, our third GitHub issue of the week comes to us from Kubernetes. Kubernetes service failing to find its upstreams. Yep, which you made it sound like this is a JavaScript thing. It's not. Why did I say that? (laughs) I meant meant library. It's not a library either. Service. It's a container orchestration. Container orchestration system. Yep. So the issue, Can't see me roll my the, eyes on this. the issue here is they go to create a service, which is essentially like a load balancer across a bunch of, of, of services of the same type. Okay. And it's not finding any upstreams. So they track it down. Uh, the issue is actually that in like uh, they're using Helm, which is like a package manager and like a bootstrap uh, for uh, Kubernetes uh, uh, services that you're running on it. And they just didn't specify the port. So that's an easy fix. So there's no upstreams because they didn't specify the port? Yeah. What says port 80 TCP? That's the uh, port to expose. They're not uh, specifying the bat, the port to proxy to. Node port? HTTP web 3727? No, no. They, they need to specify that the upstream port. Oh. Yes. Okay. Next issue. Well, then it's time all for right, our last right, right. GitHub issue of the week. And our last GitHub issue of the year comes to us from Core OS. Like the shirt Christian isn't wearing, it's made out of flannel. <laughs> Wait, that actually sounds really... Sounds 
It is that is an after dark. Which episode. one's made out of flannel? Well, I said the shirt that Christian <laughs> isn't wearing, but now it sounds like Christian's here without a shirt on. Oh, that can be arranged. Oh, no, please, <laughs> please, let's not. It, it'll I'll be like uh, it's, the, you know, I'm the calling middle. Kubernetes the JavaScript library, and then saying you're here without a shirt. Just, I gotta just put on that strip club DJ music. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be the I'm the middle ground between Patrick Swayze, Swayze and uh, Chris Farley in the uh, Working for the Weekend skit. <laughs> Great. Um, all right. Our last GitHub issue of the week comes to us from Flannel. After master isolation, Flannel set wrong route for master node. Yeah. What is Flannel? So Flannel is an SDN that Coros developed, designed to allow containers from multiple machines to speak to each other like they're on the same subnet or uh, within the same network. Makes sense. Cool. Yep. And so there's multiple ways to do this. There's certain backends you can use, like you can use one in your cloud, or you can use ones uh, like uh, this particular user is using the VXLAN one, which means it's using a virtual LAN, uh, which just does packet encapsulation to a tunnel or a tap. And so What's a tap? It's a uh, de- dev tap. It's a particular uh, uh, device that's just in, in the kernel that uh, you can actually send packets to. And it uh, essentially creates a virtual uh, network device. Cool. Yeah. And so the issue here is like uh, the the master node and Kubernetes cluster is losing connection to everything, and then it comes back up and has no idea how to route to it. Uh, so the, one of the issues here is the VXLAN backend hasn't gotten a lot of love lately. It, it needs some love, and uh, so this is just something that they need to fix the bug here. Gotcha. And anything else? Nope, that's it. Wow, we did a whole year's worth of GitHub issues. Yeah. Oh, it's over. So many. It's over! And somehow I'm still here. Because it's only actually just begun. Because after we do our so GitHub issues, it's time for Tyler's Plus Ones. Our pull request Plus Ones are where we send out our well wishes and acknowledgments of awesomeness to people and other organizations. Who's our first Plus One this week, Tyler? This week, our Plus One goes out to the whole Plus One of the year. Of the year! The Ooh. year, not just this week. All right. So this one goes out to number one, the gamers. The gamers. God damn. The gamers crush it. Their backlash, especially online, really just shoved it in the faces of, of the gamer development community that really shoved it up their butts. What did they do? Metaphorically. Um, they backlashed and they boycotted and they, they really affected sales and re- affected stock uh, to that exchange uh, and, and made people shift a lot of their... Uh, they're just uh, stability in companies and faith in big gaming companies. So uh, now the companies actually have to bow to the gamers a little bit more. And they got sued. The gaming corporation got sued for, for oh, are basically we putting about gambling in the middle of games. Are we talking about EA here? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, over in Europe, it's like, because they're putting random boxes of shit, and sometimes the shit's valuable, and sometimes it's not, and people have to pay to play. Oh, that is, I really hope that goes through. It's I've a been, slot I, machine. I've, I've, been bit, I've been bitten by that. Well, it's some great monetization, micropayment, something. Yeah, we know you I mean, want it's not to build a media good. empire, but yeah. don't build it like that. Unscrupulously, <laughs> of course. But that's what it allows. Uh, that's what enables these billionaires. <laughs> anyway, going on, your next plus one is Microsoft. Microsoft. Microsoft also killed it this year. They did. What do you guys think about Microsoft? Let's I think they made a lot of good moves this year. I think they definitely have pointed the ship in the right direction, yeah. far away from Apple. Particularly like in the more work and enterprise areas, I feel like they did a good job because they're basically like, how do we make Microsoft more like Linux is what I've seen. Yeah, they're trying to be more like the rest of the world. 
when instead when previously they had just kind of done their own thing and said fuck off to the rest of the world. Yeah. Just kind of like what we do as Americans. Anyway, and they're even building great new hardware. Yeah. When Apple is ceasing to do so. Well, Apple has an iMac Pro. We'll get to that in a minute, but go on. Uh, so number three. Are you yeah. ready for the final one? The final yep. plus one of the year goes the to... final plus one of the year goes to... The Instagram meme community. Woo-wee! It was incredible. I have had so many side-breaking laughter streaks. Okay. I've, I've, I've seen such a, such good satire on, on humanity and just like... How, a connection of how people think and, and just a real, a real new like sort of... High point in, in very instantly consumable media and comedy. Any opinions? My sister has a Snapchat series about the two guys that she's dating that have the same name. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It is very interesting. And I said, I was trying to tell her she needs to create content like what we're doing. And she told me about that. That's perfect. Perfect. Anyway. Uh, I, don't, I don't watch it. <laughs> she doesn't listen to our show, so whatever. Uh, All right. Anyway, that is our plus ones for the year. It is. That's our plus ones. They did a great the, job for the year. Thank you, Tyler. Aaron, there was nothing in that breaking things oh, no. in the studio. Exactly. You gotta make. You gotta. You gotta want to make an omelet. You gotta break a few eggs or whatever the hell else I'm doing over Eric here. Eric does not know how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking a radio show. He makes cheesecake, though. I do. He's very good. He does make good cheesecake. I, I thank you, and I also make pretty terrible fake cheesecake. But that's well, <coughs> that's any vegan cheesecake. Any vegan? No, I had some. Oh no, it was pumpkin pie, not cheesecake. <laughs> he also showed me about spicy beets and uh, and the gefilte fish is not terrible. Oh yeah, not that's my that's the fish is not tasty. terrible. That's the a goal of mine is to have not terrible gefilte fish. But another <laughs> goal of mine is to take a nice poop. On Apple. Because it's our Apple it's attack. for Apple. That's right. Take a nice little... It's a... Just a... Right on Apple. Because... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Emoji. Whoa. Language. You're taking a shit on Apple. Yeah. <laughs> the sound effects. I already said it. We're taking a nice little, nice little shit on Apple. Formerly the greatest technology company in the world, but now they have quite fallen from grace this week alone. The batteries are fucking up. Yeah. Meanwhile, bring your music down a little bit. I have one of the I have one of the phones from this article that they keep talking about. I have a 6s. There are many articles that have been written about uh, iPhone battery life over the last week. Uh, one of them I like. iPhone 6 slows down by 28 percent after just four months of use. That's pretty impressive. We've all seen the stories now. Older batteries make iPhones slow down, or so Apple says. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but through various updates and other things, uh, Apple wants to, they want to say that they might have fixed whatever issue, but that doesn't stop these well, benchmarking tests. It's the battery that makes your phone not work That's fast? what they say, but hold That's on. Well, so it's weird. the save ba- uh, the, on the battery. You know what? I did a, the, I did the a battery failing. I did a horrible job of, of explaining this at the top. I'm sorry. The problem is iPhones, there's been a rumor, conspiracy theory, for a long time about planned obsolescence. We talked about this. How iPhones, as soon as a new one comes out, the old ones somehow magically get slower. It's not a perception thing. Sure. So what people have, have shown was that they, uh, they hooked up 
their iPhone 6 or 6S to a speed tester that did some random benchmarks and it was horrible. It was clocked at 600 megahertz instead of 1.6 gigahertz. It was clocked. It was really poor performance. Um, and so it made a lot of waves on the internet and uh, they got their phone replaced. They were, sorry, they got a new battery. And then they re-ran the benchmark test and the, and the clock speed had returned to normal. So what this... What this kind of says, what Apple suggests that it means, is that because these because these devices uh, because they because as they need more performance, they require more power, and if the battery can't deliver that amount of power, it will the phone will just shut off. So in order to prevent that from happening, Apple has decided to slow down the phone so it doesn't require literally as much power to operate. That makes but, sense. But what that means is that as you charge your battery, battery charge cycles are much... You have, your cycle count on a phone battery is much higher than on a laptop battery, but they're the same technology. So what, what I'm saying is, a laptop battery has 150, 250 charges before it's kind of kaput. Your phone battery, you might go through 150, 250 charges in the first six months. And then the battery is going to, your phone battery that's six months old is about the same health level as your laptop battery that's a few years old. So Apple decided, since a lot of people were saying, hey, this is the thing that we thought it was, this was the planned obsolescence we've been talking about, they said, no, guys, just replace the battery on your phones every six months. Or, or less. Because I don't know how many charges it really takes to degrade the, the performance. They tried to say that, you know, Apple, we would never purposely slow down your phone even though that's the only thing that we have that's the bedrock of our company. We'd never slow down your phone to make you get a new one, but you should just pay for an out-of-warranty battery replacement every six months because this way your old phone can keep being old. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's Apple. What does that mean? This is... This used to be the company no that did shit properly and now they can't even get it up. Eh, I, I was never a fan. Of, of course not. You and I, I, and I own a MacBook Pro. I was not a Windows person. You look like a Windows person. Uh, I've been on Linux since 2008. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway. Uh, it's just got not racist, but somehow offensive. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, pretty sure that's racist. You seeing Polish people use Windows? I don't know what's going on, but I think it's white on white crime. There you go. Uh, I, I, I think he's trying to single out Polish people. It's a blizzard in here, guys. No, it's all of Western Europe. It's you. Polish, po- Poland is Eastern Europe. Yeah, so it just should be all of Europe. Eric's from Israel, dude. <laughs> exactly. I'm from I'm from the capital of Israel, Jerusalem. You know, uh, yeah, my, anyway. my people. Right? Oh, you're Jesus. Your exactly. No, you're not good at carpentry. All right. Well, one one last uh, Apple attack is Apple. They say that they might have come out with a good computer for once, the iMac Pro. But have you seen that price tag? I haven't actually. How much is it? It. it I don't remember. But I'm all I know guess is it starts it's, at twenty three. It's one more digit than I was expecting. Uh, what? I'm expecting a twenty five hundred dollar computer. How much is it? Uh, I can tell you right now. I mean, it's up to 18 cores in a Mac. It actually seems like... How much RAMs does it have? Comes with 32 gigs standard. Finally. Yeah! Apple's trying again. Maybe. Which, maybe. Let's see what happens with the iMac after this. But, um... Can you up it to 64? Hold on. Uh, RAM... Uh, you can up it to 128. Good. That's what it needs. Uh, the base model comes with 32 gigs of RAM and 1 terabyte SSD... Uh, the entire system has been NVMe optimized. NVMe or SATA? I don't know. 
uh, has been optimized throughout the map, uh, throughout, uh, sorry, the entire system has been optimized, so the iMac Pro will perform better than a custom-built workstation using the same components. What yeah, do you think, Christian? I feel like I'd rather have the trash can. Um, you don't want the trash can, that's not modular. You want the next Mac Pro, which is supposed to be like a modular version of this. It doesn't Ooh, look modular. This looks like. more locked down than the previous Ma- iMacs. No, no, the iMacs aren't modular, it's Mac Pro. The next Mac Pro that they're working on right now is supposed to be this level ah. of speed, but with modularity so you can ah. upgrade the stuff. Okay. Interesting. But uh, there's a new vent on the bottom. That's interesting. I'm still not going to use it. iMac Pros, I don't see the use for them. I, I'm, I'm very much enjoying my $1,200 Hackintosh that still outperforms many iMacs. Um, hey, when's the same And yet you can't mine coins on it. Why not? Because you don't have enough GPUs. Really? Yes. Can't you mind little coins? No, nah, it'll, it'll, it'll take a long time for him. How much GPU do I need? Uh, I, it takes me a long time on two GPUs. And I've got two high-end ones. How much are those, like, market value? Uh, when I bought them, they were 200 a pop. Now they're looking at, like, your, uh, at least, like, I think 560. Because all this Bitcoin mining and other coin mining... demand for these yes. graphics cards. Yes. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Technology usually makes prices of these go down, but because they're so good and they're used for... Basically, Bitcoin mon- mining and uh, brute forcing your password. It's like a shovel during the gold and rush. And for me personally, video games. And you personally, video games. A lot of people video games, but uh, let's see. That was the best economy lesson. <laughs> shovels and jeans during the gold rush for like $40 in like 1850s times. I know, and that was like $10,000. That's supply and demand. I get it now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Those uh, charts are confusing. <laughs> I uh, get it in gold mining terms. <laughs> all right, time for our big exploit of the week. Uh, I think, Christian, we know what the biggest exploit of the week, possibly biggest exploit of the year. I Harvey be, Weinstein. I wouldn't call this of the year. I'd ca- Harvey Weinstein's the biggest exploit. <laughs> <laughs> Good Ooh. job, Tyler. I win. <laughs> uh, someone found out how to escape not escape escape a docker container using wait id what is wait id wait id is a syscall that uh, lets you actually uh, yeah manipulate uh, well not really manipulate but it uh it has to do with user ids and this way you can actually get out of the username space and therefore out of the container you can try to get what uh, how do you know what the user id i don't i don't understand well, well get out of the container in the kernel root user id is going to be a Oh. Forget if it's one or zero, but always that. Okay. And then any other user is going to be any other value. So you can know that, hey, wait on zero. And there's also the fact that each, and then pro- what? each process has a real UID or a saved UID and effective UID, all of which can be the same or different. Okay, then how do you escape from the Docker container? You can, like, you can say wait until root does something. Well, so within the wait ID, it calls this access okay function. And in there... It checks for the user, and if you uh, happen to have it, uh, it's a bunch of bit shifting involved. But through there, you can get, uh, uh, it calls unsafe put user, and it'll put you into, say, uh, root or just a higher privilege user that is not a user in the container. How does it do that without super user privileges? Because this is a syscall that happens to just bypass uh, the uh, user namespace checks as well as the... um, uh, he, uh, the person who wrote the article and was the one who found the exploit also mentioned he uh, disabled a couple of Linux capabilities. And even with this, you can wait, uh, wait ID out of, uh, out of the container. Wow. So what and, happens? So how do you fix this? Well, they need to patch the function in the kernel. 
or libc at least would you but what would that patch actually be uh to change how the access okay is working so that way it yeah, functions in uh, a different manner uh basically that sound like that's going to be easy to do basically yeah the access okay needs to be uh, che- uh checked again uh but because this is a pretty loose uh call of it but uh, it, it's just an update to like uh, the uh, libc and a patch in the kernel and this should work this isn't even really a docker issue so much as this is just how to hop out of namespaces right and 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 i'm sure that this kind of this this function or these functions group of functions whatever framework they haven't been updated in a really long time because no one's really challenged well, that no this is a syscall this is updated every time a new kernel comes out but do, do they re, do they update the algorithm that allows that authenticates syscalls like that only when they need to well i guess now they need to yep uh okay uh moving on hackers hijack coinhive cryptocurrency miner through an old pa- oh wait sorry is docker safe is there anything to do like can we do anything uh so this is the matter of you're running uh if you happen to run a foreign process in your docker container and happens to use this then you're screwed so like if uh, if people are like oh we, we, we like basically a, a, oh we're a hosting company but instead of giving you an actual server we use containers then you're screwed yeah 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 that's a lot of people uh let's see hackers hijack hijack coinhive cryptocurrency miner through an old password remember that was the uh javascript cryptocurrency miners we were we were seeing on starbucks routers and on the pirate bay even though the pirate bay might be down uh the the oh, hijacking coin this is great <laughs> the hijacking cryptocurrency miner has been hijacked free money it is yep all because they didn't update their dns provider's password which one they're on cloudflare so i mean come on but two uh that, so what someone changed where the cnc server is and then just got all the traffic no not the cnc server the cnc server would actually be doing hacking which was not this case the case was they happened to uh the uh coinhive was not updating their password for logging into cloudflare and changing the dns records so this allowed uh the hacker to just point dns records to different servers huh well, that's, uh, well, that sucks. So then if you're running CoinHive, you think that you're getting the cryptocurrency, it's actually going to someone else. Yep. Or, or like, uh, it could be just moving, like, all the leisure over to somewhere else. For, then, you know, they can wrap, DNS, with DNS, chances are that uh, nobody's hard-coding IP addresses into their application, so you can just route any traffic you want, really. Ah, that's, that's a good point. I forgot to play the theme music because it's our... Cryptocurrency connection. How is this the cryptocurrency connection theme? The real version of this song sounded much better. Why is it not Money by Pink Floyd? Yeah, right? Oh. Why is it not Money by Pink Floyd? Because that requires a license, Tyler. We don't have... Uh, no, I was playing... What I, what, I, what I was doing was I was playing this song. It could also be Money Money by... Any money, money. Cool. Any of the money, money songs, right? Oh no, I license for those. Here she come now, shout money, money. You should. Come on, come on. It's Mr. It's sung by Mr. Hanky there. Ah, <laughs> Stop making me do this. <laughs> All aboard the Poochu Express. High to high, train down its tracks with Poochu all the way and back. High to high, I'm just trying to get everybody in the Christmas spirit. Okay. All right, you know, I should have I should have used the money based song. A song I was I was I was thinking of this. Uh, 
For a cryptocurrency connection, it sounds much closer to the. No, to what? A, a, a I feel like this belongs in like a. I want it. It's like you're. It's like you're on the desert on the back of a cat. I, I don't know. I, 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 other money I, I, songs can use. I, yeah, I was picturing this like best case that was like a Super Mario Casino level or something. Oh, we could play. Oh, you could do. She works hard for the money. <laughs> she works hard for the money. The problem is, is that you know we really shouldn't be playing this type of music on the show. Just play. The Anywho, I want to hear this change. You're not gonna like this version. Why? This is the version it's not of money. Radiohead remix, is it? No. Thank God. No, this is the version of money that David Gilmore recorded entirely on his own out of a contract dispute with Pink Floyd and EMI. Mm. He's already missing something on the bass. That's because Roger Waters isn't playing it. It's the only He's lick that Roger Waters actually plays properly. Yeah, it sounds a little too uh, stiff, the bass. It's not being palm muted. Right? It's not being played staccato and palm muted. Okay. Okay. We, we can play. We can play. We could play a song that rips off a Pink Floyd song about money. Oh, there's Is uh, it rap? Ooh. I feel like it's rap. No. Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap is applicable. So is Love Me for the Money. Okay, this works. Money for nothing. Monkeys for nothing and the chimps for free. That's a good one. What's the, what's the other one? Anyway. Anyway. Uh... <coughs> Uh, Long Island Ice Tea soars after changing its name to Long Blockchain. Christian, as our resident Long Islander and alcoholic. Whoa! Hey, <laughs> come on! I'm, no. I'm not. It's an alcoholic. money talks. You're welcome. It's all right. As a resident Long Islander, uh, what what an is an average Long Island alcohol consumption? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Long Island Ice Tea Corporation shares rose as much to, as 289% after the unprofitable Hicksville, New York-based company rebranded itself Long Blockchain Corporation. It's, I remember Hicksville. That's where the Ikea is. There you go. It's the latest in a near daily phenomenon sweeping the, st sweeping the stock market where obscure micro-cap companies reorient to focus on, the, on some aspect of the mania sparked by Bitcoin. I can't make a joke off that. We, we did mention this uh, last uh, show. Oh, we did? Yeah. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> what is Bitcoin token spread price arbitrage? Arbitrage. Tyler. Uh, it sounds like we're in a fight scene in an 80s movie. Uh, oh, arbitrage is... So, for example, when... Say you're, say you're looking at Ether coin, and over the last day, uh, Ether has gone up uh, 5% on the U.S. dollar, but it's only gone up 1% on uh, Bitcoin. Now, what? So, if you wanted to, you could trade your Ether for U.S. dollar and then buy Bitcoin with U.S. dollar, and then you've made some money on Bitcoin. The only problem is most markets will charge you something for the, uh, for the currency exchange, so you have to watch out for that, but you can make money off of that. Ah, this is for some good crypto yeah, day People trading. can get algorithmic and just set it up to pay when there's arbitrage and automatically do that just all day long. Yeah, can we do that? Making money out of thin air, basically. Can we, can we do that? Yeah. Nice hooks. You can do it. Why don't we... You gotta be careful because you have to have enough money in there so that your trades are, are valuable. Right. And otherwise you're gonna spend all day just making almost nothing. Yeah. yeah. 
Speaking of making almost nothing, that's what I had. That's where I am with cryptocurrency during the last crash. Uh, I think that happened while we were taking a break. Also, it takes time for to make transactions on some of these things. So by the time that you do all that, no, but when, it, when, you, when it does the transaction, I think it makes a hash, and you that's the, the time. Movies. Oh. Refrigerate. But I, I'm not sure. I'm not certain. It's it's tough. It's. For, you know, it's never. This is not it's a never easy game. to like to to follow up with and know exactly what all the stuff is. But yeah, I assume that you can't just buy e- buy ether for uh, trade it for USRs real quick. I, you know what? I don't know. Yes, you can. In certain context, it does work like that fast. Yeah, and by the way, uh, one of the things about this song. We shouldn't be playing it because it's licensed it, A. And, and B... It uses a certain word and, that and it refers... uses a certain word that you really there, can't it, say on the radio anymore. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's offensive to Eric. That's because I've, it's because people like you have been calling me faggots my entire life. <laughs> I have never called you that, actually. No, well, you know... That is were, one of the few swears I haven't years, used Actually, it if it were 10 years ago, you probably would have, but... That's uh, or fifteen years ago. Back what? in the when we were kids, it was still yeah, okay yeah, to say. Yeah. I was having this conversation with my best friend about our second best friend, and and we were like, "It's yeah, ten years, Eric. Yeah. You don't have that many friends." <laughs> yeah, funny. No, but he was like, "You know, where would we be if we couldn't call Taylor a little faggot?" And I was like, "You know what? You're right." But who's Taylor? Or one of our one oh. of our, our our friends that our, both of our parents uh, confused for you. Tyler, um, but no, and that's the thing is that there's some kind of I know it's it's not right. You shouldn't call people faggots. Shouldn't say it unless you're gay like me. But the thing is, is that <laughs> big time. Wow, I said it. I didn't get beat. Uh, <laughs> Everyone, Eric has just come out to the world. Probably by. But the thing is, is that uh, <laughs> uh, that you shouldn't say it. You probably should... by. Definitely open. <laughs> uh, that ain't meat proggy's playing. Oh, there you go. He's wrestling. Yeah, he's wrestling. He's um, ne- he never wins. No, but I'm saying <laughs> he's down for so long. What, what I'm saying is, is that there's like this, there's, there's, there's some, some kind of of genuine positive bonding experience that comes out of using those words in the right circumstances with your friends. Uh, but good luck arguing that about the guy from Dire Straits saying, uh, singing about the people on MTV. The little figure with the earring and the makeup. Yeah, buddy, it's his only hair. I mean, in a way, he's like, you do your thing, though. No, he's hating on them, because Dire Straits yeah. at the time were not doing... Re- they had two songs. They've been around for 30 years, they have two songs. Sultans of Swing. And this one. And this one. Yeah. And this one rips off Pink Floyd, Shine on Your Crazy Diamond. I would yeah, not be the offended. Intro, yeah. It really does. I would not be offended if gay guys ripped on each other and called each other straight all day long, but <laughs> however... That, I have gay friends I, that I call each other that fags, does not fine. work the other way around. Hey, you hetero. Okay. The thing is, is that every group but has just their... as an alternative, yeah, but it's clearly, like, way more fucked up to, like, be calling gay people gay and, like, fag and stuff like that. Well, like, you know... A thousand times well, the... more, they've been... They've been... Go eat a oppressed. vagina, Classic. you hetero. The clear. The, the but, thing, well, the <laughs> thing is this, that every group has their word that they... That you shouldn't call them, but they can call each other. Every group does at this point. Midgets even have it. It's midget. What about white straight Crackers. males? Crackers. It doesn't really mean anything because nobody gives a shit about you white people. I prefer honky. Honky? Yeah, or drive turkey. Okay. That but one, that's Outside pushing. of that, but white people, <laughs> because, of the, people somehow. because of the <laughs> racist, there's your white people word. Racist. You All know, right, I think we're, we're going down a slippery slope at this point. Oh, well, uh, the thing I, is, I didn't want to Muslim. get into Ke- Kenny's cutting in. You can't call white people. <laughs> All right, Muslim. take it, take it easy. Some white Ke- people Ke- are Kenny's Muslim cutting in. Let's let, let, let's move on. I'm just kidding. Okay, we're well. talking about Fox News white people. My point. <laughs> 
<laughs> my my point is demonstrating the irony in that you're not supposed to say these words anymore, but yet it still ended up being a net positive. Does the word "let's move on" not register? And <laughs> it was closing it up. Did you want to hear me talk some more about uh, how your password might be used to serve you ads? Yeah. No, we can keep talking about names. Based, based My on ads that. are going to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's I'm just going to be big dudes in prison and uh, and a dog of mine that I okay. had once. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, let's hear more of that from our news department. Oh damn it! No money on presents. News to you. The internet. While many people use password managers to, to keep close watch on their varying credentials and privacy on the web, some sneaky sleuths have figured out how to turn these now ubiquitous utilities into another way to make money. While many think online advertising is quite invasive and aggressive, the most pernicious of which might be hidden to the naked eye, these ad managers inject hidden logon forms into web pages, wait for your password manager to fill them out, and send that information back to home base with you none the wiser. Many times your information is sent back to a data warehouse, where it's added to a giant personal file that you didn't know you had. Currently, they only work with usernames, but there's nothing stopping them from doing the same thing with your password. And so many Americans are afraid of what happens next. We at least know the world still turns and the truth marches on. And that's why this has been News to You. Brought to you by Pneumonia. Well, guy, that's, uh... That's yeah, that's really good sign, uh... Uh... You're loud. Thanks. Yeah, take it down a notch, buddy. Because I can <laughs> breathe today. You guys should be happy. No. Easy, friend. I can breathe! Okay. Somebody get this asshole cold. <laughs> I hurt my own ears. Um, well, cl- clearly, after coming out, he needs to be a. Uh, he's one of the loud and colorful ones. I want the world to know. No. The world already knew. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking a look at your pajama pants, the world knew. Hey, I get a lot. You know what? Those I get a lot of pants. compliments from nice women on my Dr. Seuss pajama pants and on my Pusheen slippers. Well, that's because they want to go shopping with you, but. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've fallen into that trap before. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, biggest story, 2017. Biggest story? Oh, I forgot. After the, I'm not even looking at the outline because there's so much Michigas going on. Boo. Uh, Boo, Wendy Testaberry. Why, why don't we Boo, take? Why don't we take a quick break? Say, Brad, do you live in New York City? Well, if you do, Pneumonium has a beautiful new product for you. It's called Where Am I? Your five-borough compass navigator to help you get anywhere from Staten Island to the Bronx. Simply go to www.whereamidentnyc and enable location services on your mobile device to find your nearest neighborhood, borough, and three closest subway stops to you, wherever you are. No ads, no tracking, just geospatial brilliance that's Where Am I? Brought to you by Pneumonium. Pneumonium, reinventing media data. My God, for the longest time, I thought you'd do that off of a recording. You do that live. Every single time. My God. You know what time it is? It's time for Eric to take a swig of vodka. Yes, it is. Go, 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 I can't tell you no, 
Vote is ready. Okay. Uh, now that we're all nice and toasty, let's talk about some mail that we got this week. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Eric, your first week out. We've got three pieces of mail. I say we've hit a new... They're people, Eric. No, I've hit, I, we've hit a new milestone with the podcast. First piece of mail was from a solicitation. Someone saying, your podcast can see, receive many more listeners than you currently have. And then I didn't reply because that's a marketing. Dear problem. somebody or current resident. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dear podcast producer. <laughs> to whom it may concern. We've been listening. We've clicked yes on every... We've clicked subscribe on every podcast on iTunes and are telling them about our wonderful <laughs> new technology. Uh, anyway. Uh, no, so that was the first bit of mail. Second bit of mail was from a guy called Sloppy Ass... <laughs> Which first organic email? <laughs> exactly. He was using proton mail, so we couldn't figure yeah, out. Yeah, we who called Now the thing is, the, the the problem is this: that I honestly thought it was you, Tyler, or, or one of our <laughs> friends. Like, listen to this email. It's from sloppy ass at protonmail This was the whole reason we did an after dark episode. <laughs> exactly. Well, I wanted Max on to show to help this, show this asshole some real New York hospitality, but. The subject is, your podcast sucks. Hey, double dicker. <laughs> not only are you infringing on licenses with your show, actually we're not, uh, but don't you don't fact check shit. How about read a book for once instead of sucking each other's dicks, signed, sloppy ass. <laughs> How about you go read a book that doesn't have a hammer and sickle what, on it? What I love is he sent it to both of us. I don't think so. And- I think he sent it to everyone at pneumonium.com. Oh, okay. Because it that was might be. the email that I got was only to me. Okay, that fact makes sense. Check then. what everything we do is fact check from articles. <laughs> this guy's a piece of shit, Tyler. <laughs> but I, what, I, what I love though, or, is, what I love or, though, it's, it's like it's 2002, right? Because this is an email troll. I mean, this is. I mean, yeah. this is. The, is he, I really is think. Prince? I think that. We, <laughs> I think we know this. Um, this this person. I think we know this person. This is too close to home. Hmm. But because it's like it's not even. He did teach me the phrase "double dickers," which I had to look yeah, up that's after. That's why I, exactly I thought that was you. No, I, uh, I, I looked it up from this. So, it was so the great to know. Goal is we get all our friends really drunk tonight, and we find out who uses the term "double dickers." That is genius. That's a good idea. The third bit, bit of email was good. It was positive. It cancels out that really? shithead. I wasn't expecting one of those. It was I. Uh, I, I ordered a <laughs> bunch of uh, posters from posters? this company called Palm Treat. Like palm tree treat, and um, uh, what is it? And there was a bug in their website. They didn't let my options of what posters I selected uh, go through, and they're using Shopify. They didn't let you buy gay posters. No, they didn't. And uh, it's not where they all because you weren't out. It wasn't official. (laughs) Now it's in the ledger. So there we go. Yeah, now it's in the show notes. Uh, (laughs) But uh, what is it? No. So uh, so he wrote uh, this guy Jeff wrote an email to me saying, "Hey, I didn't you know I I didn't see which ones you selected. Do you mind filling it out?" Uh, and, and I said, hey, sorry about that, here they are, uh, and then he, rep- and I wasn't expecting anything back, but he responded with, well, I really appreciate it, I've updated your order, and I'm sending you some swag, uh, and I'm just letting you know I'm also a web designer, you have a really nice website, you went to pneumonium.com, and you I did. said, well, thanks, why don't you go to pullrequest.net slash iTunes and listen to the podcast that we do, and he nice. did, he listened to, I know, because when you have people going to your website, wouldn't it be nice to give them a call to action to visit the podcast, Christian, wouldn't so, it be nice? So what Eric is referencing is, I started a blog, a blog this past week. And where's your blog? It is seagrabowski.com. 
that see. So now you're gonna advertise on the show, but you want to advertise the show on your blog. On the advertise the blog on the show before you do it the other way. You motherfucker! You are such a hypocrite. Intervention! Intervention! He gets intervention. I, I, I will put a link to the pull request. Every article has a call to action in the footer. You I'll have just put it, have I'll just put it, I'll just put right. it in the footer. You can't the parade them too much. You, you don't get mad line, about you it. You have a line. You have half I've, an I, M margin on I've either got, side, and it says Chris Grabowski is a contributor to Pull Request Podcast. Please visit our latest episode. You might even episode. do something I've, I've more I've got a positive. bunch of links to social links on so my Twitter and my GitHub. No, I'll put it along every there. Every episode. We can't ruin the intervention. This is uncompromising quality. I won't let you every I will, article. I'm sure you have a hook. To I will add just stuff add to it posts. to the. I'll add it to the footer of the he site. Might, no, you might even do something more positive. If you have you seen my more, website, people don't read footers of websites. Have you seen my website? People it's almost read, entirely footer. People. <laughs> you have a point, but people don't read footers of websites. Are you talking about sure. your porn history? What? <laughs> no, that'd be Asser. I don't, I don't oh. even know what, what part of a did website that, that is. Did you see that Pornhub is helping pandas? Yes. By the way? Yes. They're plowing yeah. snow in Boston. It's not a metaphor. You know, Pornhub really... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they have a pop-up store in Soho. We should go. What? Yeah. What are they selling? It, it's open... Uh, <laughs> we have till the end of the month, actually. That's right now. They're selling non-stick No, not end of go. January. Let's go. End of January. Oh. So we should check that out. We should check that out. But not tablets go with to... nonstick monitors. They do say you have to be 18 or up to enter. We should not go together. Duh. Wear some. Wear some. Anyway, um, <clears throat> no. So the guy liked our podcast, and uh, you should include a call to action on the bottom of every one of your posts. I will. Not on the footer. Nobody reads footers. I will put it next to the go home button. You know what I feel? No. Gr- <laughs> when it's at the end. What don't you understand? So go, wait, what? You have the end, both of, great. You have yeah. the end of the Eric, article. I have end of article, then I have return to home. Okay. I can put it next to that. Good. You know, you know it'll be you know it'll be really funny. Okay. I and I, as as thanks for that, I'm sorry, Tyler. I will give you one of these posters. I'm okay. I don't need a bunch of rainbows. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> All right, Tyler. What were you saying? Okay, so I think we're gonna make a new segment. <laughs> could only be after dark, but this it's, is the. I mean, this is where the real development could happen. We yeah. could do anything here. It's a new segment. It's gonna be called Thoughts on Internet Porn. And uh, <laughs> what type of what type of music do we want for this segment? Oh, um, get the late night stuff. Tag team back again. No, that's just that. That would also works. That's a really specific type of porn, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Urban porn. No. no, it starts with the word tag team. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, not this one. Uh, Something with the funky bass. Uh, actually, you know what we could do? Oh yeah. Just some bomb chikawawa. We could do. A- yeah, that's working. That works. Oh, all right. I think I need a l- larger collared shirt. Like the collar needs to be larger. Cause we are the wild and crazy guys. <laughs> we wear tight pants to accentuate our bulges. We are the wild. Tis the season to get. laid. All right. So thoughts on internet porn today. I think that. Kids that are teenagers should be allowed internet porn, but they should get the experience that kids my age had, which was shitty internet porn quality. <laughs> it loads one yes. frame at a time. <laughs> yeah. And yes. you, wait, no video. And you, everything's pixelated. Well, I got yeah. I got started through Google Images, actually. I think a lot I, of people... I, I, I literally just typed in boobs by, and went for it. By the time I was like 15, 16, like, we get good, you get decent quality images and stuff, but like, video... Video, no. It, you had to late. download it. You had to work hard, and you could download maybe like... And you didn't want to download anything that a porn site porn gave you week. anyway. Wow, you started late. I, 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 11, just typing in boobs into Google search. Well, look, you, know, you have uh, to understand that there was only a... F- 
it was only a family computer at the time. So uh, when we were 12, 13, 14, 15. Like, we didn't have our own laptops. That wasn't a thing. So, like, yeah. Porn when you were 12 to 14 was like, forget about it on the family computer. You're in uh, trouble. But... Oh, 15, that's a good 16. point. I've always had my... Oh, sorry, not always. I had my own computer since I was 12. Oh, lucky. I had my own one since I was Me and most four? of my friends all shared a computer with all our family, so we didn't even bother trying to go on the internet. Like, only until we were 14 or 15, like, maybe 16. Uh, but by the time I was... Online, like, actually, when our parents were only... So, like, everyone was out of the house. Correct. When I was when I was 12, actually, soon after getting that computer, we got a second phone line that they installed in my room. That oh. talk about peak of the late 90s, or a slash yeah. 2000. It was, that was 1990. Second phone line, 266 AMD K6 computer with 16 megs of RAM. That's you great. were the 1% of internet porn. I wasn't, ironically, I wasn't watching porn then. I, I didn't watch internet porn until I was, I started late. Until I was like 14 or 15. Wow, you guys both started late. Because, like I said, there weren't a ton of computers around. Yeah, well, no, not, I, internet I, access was one person at a time. And I just thought I, porn I had was dirty. since four, I was four, so I had seven years of using a you computer. You had your own computer? And you yeah. also, and you couldn't get online with, if someone was on the phone. No, Christian, had, his family had the first ever wireless router. I did. He's a well, we, we, we actually did get a wireless router earlier than most people did. Well, of course. My, did. My, of course. Dad, my dad's a programmer, so, you know, like, I would get awesome hardware. See, but, that's what I'm, when I try to tell you the, the privilege that you have because your dad's a geek. Turn this off. My dad had, like, now internet speed, though, in, like, 2003, 2004. Because dope. he had DSL, and DSL, the speed depended on how close you were to the building. He goes, look outside, 300 feet down the road. <laughs> was the DSL building it was insane. Damn. I, I, see, I, I, I don't never, think I it was today's speed. I think it was perceived as today's oh, speed. Oh, yeah, because websites were like 1K. Yeah. Top. I like never the JavaScript was so internet. minimal. Yeah. If no, I, I mean, because I remember we first got DSL in 2000, and... Uh, and that was it. That was blazingly fast. I was like, "Oh my god, it's downloading at 100k like a second." Websites in a blink. I know. And the, but great. If try using that DSL now, you can't even load Facebook. Yeah. By the way, I was on. <laughs> I was on Lifehacker. That's not the a other good day. example. That's a beast of a website. No, no, it is a great example because modern websites request so much garbage. I was on Lifehacker well, the other day, and oh don't ask Lord. why. Don't ask why. No, 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 They're, no. You're fine with that. That's okay. cool. <laughs> but the thing is, is that they have 350 requests that take place before the video serves Ooh. that you're watching. Is it HTTP2 at least? Because doesn't, doesn't matter. No, it does matter. If it is HTTP two, that's using a single connection. It's still the requests going to different servers. But if it's a single connection, that's no. The overhead. problem is that they've controlled hey, the loading. How with was job- that thing? That, that was that girl's thing yesterday from Silicon Valley. Wait, what? The the girl that they hire on Silicon Valley, where she talks about how like she something with the with the. HTTP oh. connection, and she puts all the do- all the costs on the. Oh, users. I mean, it was complete j- gibberish. But the idea was like a peer peer to peer connection over HTTP. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't catch a peer to peer connection. It just sounded like they did more work. For sure. Uh, but anyway, just wanted to fact check some some Silicon Valley stuff real quick. Sorry. Uh, hey, no, we're fact checking shit, just like the guy said. We no, should. we don't Fuck do it. Yourself. What's his name? Ask sloppy, sloppy ass. ass. Sloppy ass. Sloppy ass. Uh, you know, it's gotta it's gotta be one of our friends. <laughs> There's it because it seems it doesn't Wait, what, seem. I'll what, tell you what. Sloppy ass. Mean? Because it doesn't. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't seem harsh enough to come from an no, anonymous. No, it's not person. real and it's just fake. It might. I, I when I was in college. Kyle, maybe <laughs> Kyle, Joe, and he's really drunk. It might be and Joe. No, but you know what? The the if phrase, he was really it, drunk and it just watched like uh, the South Park where Gerald is trolling super hard. He no, no. But it. the thing is, is that they use the phrase. <laughs> I love the source of inspiration. They use the phrase infringing on licenses. That that's very telling. That's somebody who's watched the show. 
That's someone who's watched the show or listened to me talk about the show. Which means that it's got to be someone close to us. Because the thing is, is that sloppy yeah. ass was not... <laughs> I want to know what sloppy ass means now. Look it up! You've got I'm a on my work machine. Go open up an incognitus tab. Like, we, we, as... we established this beforehand. Incognitus does not do anything Do you have a root me. SSL certificate that proxies all your SSL requests to your work DNS? No, but I should. But then that's, that would prevent that. That would allow them to see all your traffic. Hmm. But you don't, so you can... I am not looking that up. Okay. Uh, hey, I have a really good Netflix suggestion that's random, but What's that? their users will like. What's that? By the way, there is a Netflix documentary on Star Wars uh, memorabilia and the toys for it. Incredibly oh, I haven't watched that, but I saw it in the queue. So you know good. The Why don't you guys that, talk like, about that for a minute? Lost. I'm going to go get a drink. Okay. Remember Chewbacca? Look at that. Yeah, so basically, uh, one of the real interesting aspects is is they talk about uh, Star Wars ended up not getting the toy deal until six months before the first one came out, and oh, George damn. Lucas was super secretive about all the stuff because he knew, you know, at least in his head, on his pipe dream, if it worked out, which of course did, is uh, that these toys are going to be crazy and hot, and um, so the fact that he didn't get it until six months, the documentary suggests that two years was standard to get a toy deal before your movie launched, so huh. they had to shop around and get shut down by a a lot of different toy manufacturers wow and go with the small one um, and uh that's impressive because uh my youngest brother years ago he got uh, a collection of the og star wars toys and they are oh, wow. really awesome well what types do they have uh, uh i forget what the uh, who like made them but like they're, they're they're really well done where it was like actual cloth for the clothing and like uh like uh the like armor on stormtroopers was really were really well done and the guns were detailed uh the lightsabers were detailed uh, he had like uh, the whole original li- uh, lineup from like episodes four to six, and he had a couple uh, characters from episode two that were randomly thrown in. Oh man, yeah, he might want to check out the online stuff for that because it's almost like some yeah. antique roadshow shit. Oh, yeah. Well, he opened up the packages, lost pieces, but you know, oh. little getting something nice for a little kid—that's that's how it works. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, it smells in here. I don't know of, of what. It looks like the air quality got below ten thousand. Oh hey. I better fix look at that. that. Yeah, go go fix it. We could. Uh... Yeah, we 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 got it over nine thousand here. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, it's like it's those it's those four notes that it's and the, just the opening timbre of the song. It just gets me every time. It's like. You know what it reminds me of? It's that episode of South Park from the last season where they went to the they talked they went, they had that scene that opened in Korea. I was, do not I recall. Was, I think it was South Korea. And they played that, like, South... Anyway. Might as well just go play. Ah! Oops. It's like some bad 80s music. Okay. Baseline's <laughs> fun. Oh, the the uh, the one where they're like playing Pandora's Kickass Eighties uh, playlist, and then no, 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 Spotify Kickass. No, not 80s. that. I know what you're talking about. Not that. Um, all right, let's move, let's let's see what we can do. Uh, what else do we want to do for the end of the year? Well, let's uh, let's recap. Well, front wait, end of- you do have one more uh, article you wanted to touch upon, and I think it's a good one. I came across this independently. I didn't even send this one to you. Uh, I have like 10 articles on the screen, but let me just pull out. Is it the one that Docker is dead? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I, you know, we had well, that we talked so about the big do- exploit Docker earlier. Inc. They specify it's Docker Inc., which I think is important. So the software will live on 
I think so. Like it's a very it's very valuable software as the author reflects. Which by the way, this guy's also using Hugo, which is the I keep on telling you, it is the most awesome way to build a blog. No, it, it doesn't. It looks like bad WordPress. It well, you have no back end to this. The thing the, that's the, even worse. That's no, even it's worse. Fantastic. Bad WordPress. You're no, saying it's, it's fantastic because it doesn't use PHP. No, I'm saying it's fantastic because there's no back end to hack. This is just all front end code being served. Eric likes his back end. <laughs> that's why I play music like this. Anyway, how is Docker Inc. <laughs> dead? Well, so the author brings up a, uh, a good point. They, of, which he first starts first had barely a drink. First starts by saying that Docker is, in fact, good software, and it is essential to modern DevOps, modern software development. Would you agree? I would absolutely agree. Okay. Now, go shit on it. Well, so, the the uh, there's a few, couple issues that they bring up, and one of them is, just like, the traditional Docker got, got it, it, all that funding, and then kind of, like, leveled out after a while, which happens to a lot of Silicon Valley companies. You know, uh, VC is essentially gambling on large uh, b- uh, organizations in hope of making a couple dollars off of it on an IPO or getting acquired. How and about Silicon Valley suggesting that if you would take a lower amount of money at certain rounds and lower I, valuation? I don't think that that's so much the issue here. I think it's more so just uh, like their uh, market share in the container ecosystem. If you're just joining of, us, I watched some episodes of Silicon Valley last night. <laughs> and now you know everything about startup valuation and stuff. No, just more than you. <laughs> All right. And well, that would have been useful two years ago when we were on that startup, but anyway. Yeah. So they also point out that Docker had uh, some, made some poor leadership decisions, as in like there were some uh, shitty people in the company who were causing issues for other people. Uh, there's a pretty well-known programmer who uh, left due to uh, kind of like the whole... He left due to? But no. Ooh. First of all, Ooh, say he all left Doodoo. Oh, Where did he leave Doodoo? At Docker. He left Doodoo at Docker. Ooh, Doodoo. Docker. First of all, it was a she, and she left due to sexuality. Uh, <laughs> not sexual. Sorry, sexual she harassment. Left two doos. <laughs> two doos. So, and then after that, though, they bring up Kubernetes was just kind of like it killed Docker, and like the Docker trying to push Docker Swarm. Docker Swarm was much more of a toy compared to Kubernetes. Did, do- did Docker Swarm only really, exist like, because Docker Swarm of Kubernetes? Was, no, Docker Swarm kind of existed independently of it, but it, it was the, like a good idea. It doesn't rely on the centralized schedule like Kubernetes does, but they never really took it above and beyond. They were just having it do a very small task, and while it was a good thing to do, and some places do use it, uh, Kubernetes was just really like, one, they, they, they knew how to get to the enterprise crowd. Two, like, Kubernetes is insanely uh, actively developed, like, equals to Linux kernel development, and I, which is amazing, because I came in, uh, wrote a couple of uh, uh, pull requests into the code there for Kubernetes back pre-1.0. I look at it now at, like, 1.9 or whatever it is at now, and it, it's insane how many pull requests there are every day being open for it. Uh, but then the other thing that really, uh, and I full-heartedly agree, this was just a bad decision across the board, was changing the Docker repo to Moby. The amount of code that depended on uh, being able to pull from github.com slash docker slash docker and just totally throwing that up in the air and being like, oh, well, well they could put Moby. up a 301, right? Well, so they had to do that, but they didn't do that. GitHub staff had to do that because they were seeing all these 404s that GitHub was serving. And they're like, oh, Oh, well, okay, this was Docker's doing. They, they totally just shot everybody in the foot here. We can't GitHub give Docker a call and say, hey, guys. Well, that's what they basically did. was, like, hey, we're going to have to put a redirect in here because you guys screwed up. Yeah. And then uh, and then Docker kind of admitted defeat by going all, all in on Kubernetes and being like, oh, now you can also do Docker Kube or whatever the hell it is and be like spin up a Kubernetes cluster using the Docker command. 
Yeah. Um, so what happens to Docker Inc.? Because isn't Docker owned by Red Hat? Well, no, no. It's a separate... It's its own standalone company. Okay. Well, hence Docker Inc. But who... I mean, is it public? Is it private? What is it's it? private. Uh, but I also love the conspiracy part here where they say Docker knows it's over. The technical folk decided to roll out Moby drastically and embrace Kubernetes suddenly to make sure the, the, the work actually lives on. And well, honestly, when they say the what, work, that's, does that's that mean like. all of Docker's work? Or is, is it that just the they, Docker they, swarm and Moby stuff? No, no, they want like the Docker software to live on. Cause, like, it, how, it, how would it not? It's ubiquitous at this point. Well, so... Open source companies are weird in that the company can die, but the open source technology can live on. Makes sense. That's not really weird. That makes perfect sense because that's well, think about proprietary works. software, though. But propri- But the thing is, look that- at Solaris. Yeah, but the source code for Solaris was never published. Actually, it was under this something like Solus or something like that. Okay, but that was like a, did, did an open source fork. Did Sun have anything that we'd want to take out of Solaris from twenty years ago? Dtrace. Dtrace is dope. What's that? It's a, way, D. it's a dynamic tracing software. Uh, it's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, and then there's Z, ZFS, which is now used everywhere. And uh, Not yeah. on my Macintosh. Yeah, it is. Well, it can be. But it's not. Can you boot from it? No, you can't boot from then it. Why would I want it on my Macintosh? Which is weird, though, because that is like the, the, like, if you want to be really cool on, on FreeBSD, which is basically uh, OS X. OS X, right. Then you Mac ZFS. OS, it's not OS X anymore. No, yeah, whatever. Macos. Then the other thing that Solaris did that was really cool, and now you see it as, well, things like Docker are zones. But zones were actually a kernel object as a great way to isolate your processes. <clears throat> so what if uh, they just if, if, if the Linux kernel just kind of eats Docker, and they come out with an internal native version? They had version. a proposal for kernel-level containers, and it was shot down pretty hard, actually. A lot of, Why? A lot, because it makes sense to keep these concerns separate. It, you, because you have namespaces, which provides the isolation. You have C groups, which provide but, I mean, there could the be resource a, utilization. Maybe not a kernel level, but like a, not a ring zero, but a ring one utility that like is a basic system level. I wouldn't use the phrase rings. rings. Yeah, no, I wouldn't, I'd avoid that. Is that, that. too windowsy? Yeah. I thought that, that's that they like, used that's like rings. That's like DOS permission. That is, yeah, that is too windowsy. I've crossed yeah. my streams, uh, but I mean, you don't want a kernel level uh, container. But you know, what about like well, a low system level yeah, one that so is like, natively so, supported so system, across system all? System D has machine D, which is like yeah, you're in it. System, uh, you just provide a process, and all of a sudden, isn't there a container, container D? Uh, container D is actually part of Docker, and okay, it, right. So then, yeah. so now with so then, System D should just eat Container D. Well, so System D has its own uh, container runtime, but you actually do see that Container D is being pulled out of Docker, and uh, then like Kubernetes is talking directly to it. You got other things. That the D is being pulled out. It's good. Oh yeah, yeah. You should always pull out the D. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> up for three yeah, you know, <laughs> Docker's uh, pretty much done. So they, they, they want to pull out the D before they. Finish. I know, I know. I gave you shit about dick jokes, Christian, but that was pretty. It was right there. Yeah, you gotta grab it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> gotta grab the D. Look, Says the guy who came out uh, on the show. It's 2017. Whatever. <laughs> if you get a layup, look, you gotta look, put it in. I have a good job. I have a girlfriend. I can come out. <laughs> My parents are happy. So here, just have this money. I just want you to be happy. Take this money, tweak. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, pre- I pretended for thirty years for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm dating someone now. Could I date guys? Okay, no, no, no. Honestly, I that's don't think called I, a beard. Uh, yeah, I don't like beards. Uh, anyway, metaphorical or physical uh, or literal. I mean. Uh, Eric's not in the beard. Two out of the three of us have a beard. I'll let the li- listeners my, my, decide My who. dad has a full beard and a mustache, and I just do not. Nope. 
I think we really make the look come together. I shave you, every day. You got I, sideburns. Yeah, I have to shave every day, or okay. else I'll have a beard in a week. I and feel like it would make I, the look really come no, together. No, I no doesn't look good. I want. I, I'm a Peter Pan. I want to stay. I want to be a child forever. I feel like you could do like a really cool Eric Clapton bearded look. Yeah, like an Eric Clapton or a Paul Giamatti. I did always want to have a cover album of Eric Clapton's songs. To call it Eric on Eric. Giggity. Eric Clapton has a good cover of Robert Jan- Robert Johnson's songs called Me and Mr. Johnson. There you go. <laughs> Him and the Johnson. Um, he does like real tributes, but with a full band. Super interesting, because Robert Johnson's music is incredibly complex if you actually check it out. Ah, gotcha. Well, how, how much longer do you want to stay on the show? Um, I was going to quit next week. <laughs> I meant today. Don't do that to me now, Tyler. You weren't on last week. You saw how bad that was. I didn't see. No, you didn't see. Nobody Ignorance else did. Is I, bliss. I thought it was pretty good. No, it wasn't. I even mentioned it on the show when I said, "Hey, the, uh, the you, you were kind of off." I was off. I, yeah. I had a very off day. I, well, I didn't feel it. Just like on number four. This is number forty-three. On forty-one, uh, we did. A, I think it was the greatest show we ever did. It's the only show, our show on net neutrality, pullrequest.net slash PR41, the only show that we've done out of the 43 that we've now done uh, that I'm actually entertained when I listen to it. It's like it actually sounds like a podcast. <laughs> Wait, was this the one where I was not on? No. <laughs> that no, was that a good was, one too, though. <laughs> those, those were episodes five. Neck and through, neck. <laughs> those were episodes five through 35. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no. if it makes you any feel any better. They all kind of blur into one for me. You know, they still kind of do. For Alcoholism, me. <laughs> cocaine's yeah. a hell of a drug. <laughs> as as the one, only person that's been on all the shows, they're all the same. No, they're completely <laughs> different. And this one is, I think, I well, like this one. So but the the I, I one that we did last week was shit, was shit. It really like it was awful. And it wasn't because of us. It was because of me. And it was because we didn't have it together we didn't have the rhythm we didn't have the zen we didn't have that band element you know when you have three or four people playing music instruments together it sounds like three or four people playing instruments together until they get the band element and then it sounds like a band playing together and then it sounds like one group that are marching together that are doing the things that they should be doing collectively as a group and we didn't have that zen because tyler you weren't there and it's all your fault Uh, (laughs) no when the total tell the guys who did the the full house theme about the band sound because they do not have that what was the full house theme the new one or whatever the happened one? to the milkman eric's talking about I mean, the family, guy, family matters <laughs> i was thinking about family matters I, earlier I today. That the drum beat you gave kind of sounded like we're no strangers to love you know the rules and so <laughs> do i Anyway, I think uh, <laughs> sounded like you're doing a uh, Michael McDonald thing. Yeah, it did sound like Michael McDonald. I'm trying to figure out what that was. That was Rick Astley. I know that was Rick Astley. But uh, so I think we should. Uh, just, how about we do one more article and wrap things up? Well, we it's not talk on a tool street. It's not. <laughs> All right. No, not Jody Mitchell took my beard. Right. As annoying as the zoos are, you're pretty good at them. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm using. Thank you. I'm using my bird voice for good use or for something positive. You mean your normal voice? Uh, it's hilarious. We also call <laughs> her bird. No, what I'm saying is I'm using yes my normal bird voice that I can use to play birds or or Gilbert Gottfried or kazoos. Got it. 
Yeah. I'm the best Gilbert Gottfried impersonator in Brooklyn. You can combine it all and just do uh, the the, the, uh, parrot from Aladdin. He is the parrot from Aladdin. I know. That's the point. You know who's going to be the new parrot from Aladdin? Someone else with a bird voice, but he's not from New York. He's from England. It's John Oliver. That I would watch. Wait, is that a real thing? Because he also has a bird nose. No, he's got I, a he's got a nice he's, beak. He was but gifted from the god toucan. He's more <laughs> he of a, he's more of an eagle. He's a bigger bird than that. He's got a yeah. That's true. He's a, vo- a vulture problem, or an the eagle. Problem or is, or a... The problem is, is that those New York accents don't exist anymore. Gilbert Gottfried. You remind like, us every day, and I love they, it. They do. Ex- they do exist. So you remind us every day, and I love it. Say that again? You remind us every day, oh, and I love there it. You go. They do exist, but only in Staten Island and Long Island. On Long Island, yeah, yeah. Further out. Yeah. Staten it's Island's sad. dangerous. You'll... I almost went well, to Staten, Staten Island. Wait, apparently, I Staten was... Island McDonald's will serve your French fries with marinara I almost went to Staten Island yesterday. Was marinara? Yeah. Wait, what? Staten Island Rise? McDonald's will serve you French fries with marinara. Can I get a chicken parm? Uh, I chicken, chicken parm parm. I would totally go to Staten Island Wait, and go to a McDonald's, have you guys McDonald's seen... to try to get a chicken parm. <laughs> no, I'm serious, because I haven't been to a McDonald's in 10 years, but I will break that to go to one on fucking Staten Island, get a chicken parm chicken sandwich. <laughs> there there are some places <laughs> on the internet. They've got the ingredients. They have the, they're already doing the marinara. you got the fried chicken, you got the marinara, you got the cheese, well, you put it on a bun, chicken parm you, you sandwich. Could, you could do it like when people order at McGangbang, you order the pieces and you put them together. That was that's a Jack Black joke from two thousand one. What McGangbang? Yes, that was a sandwich college kids ate when I was in college. Yeah, that came from Jack Black in two thousand one. I didn't know that. I we, think so. We, you, there was this because we, you guys we weren't just, born till two thousand one. We would just <laughs> we would go to we would go to a frat party and then like uh, on on our way back like somebody would get hungry we all go to Mickey D's pick up a McGangbang. No, I'm, see he Jack Black in the Tenacious D DVD. The uh, had a had a tenacious DVD. The tenacious DVD. Tenacious D DVD. The tenacious four DV. Tenacious deed. DD DDV. There you go. No, he did. He did one. Of, I think he called it a McGag. Maybe not. What? But he got like a fillet of fish on top of no, a no, burger no, no, on no, top no, no, of no, no, a no. chicken sandwich. That is not a uh, McGangbang. What a McGangbang is, you take the double cheeseburger, split it down the patties. I knew you were going to say cut it in half. And then you put a, 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 a McChicken in between the double cheeseburger. <laughs> Making sure you also get the lettuce from the McChicken on there and the sauce, only to leave the buns of the McChicken bare, and then so you use the, the double cheeseburger buns. Oh, wait, so wow. did you guys know that there's a place on the internet you can go, and there are McDonald's does micro like micro menus, and there's like really unique things that What's only a exist. Micro in, menu? So they do really specific unique. Uh, Menu options in really random parts of the country. Well, they do regional, like the Mary so. There's like friends. there's like four McDonald's somewhere in the Mid East Coast that have pizzas. The Mid East Coast. There's places that have nachos. <laughs> there's places that have like really really random things. Is that is yeah, that like, the, the like Pennsylvania? <laughs> but yeah. There's like shit you would never believe McDonald's makes, and it's like, oh, they make taquitos here. They make not like you could. Do they make taquitos? You could take in California? a big road trip and go and hit up all the McDonald's and hit their super rare foods that you'd never believe McDonald's ever served. That's you know what that's, that's that would be a great road trip. The last I've time I've been to a California one that has fish tacos. I wanted to do a road trip with uh, 
Me and my dad want to do a road trip where we go to all the baseball parks with my brother and just go around the whole like United States. All of them, but major included, league or yeah, yeah, obviously minor league would be that'd take you too long, <laughs> two years. <laughs> longer than that, yeah. take you a year to do the East Coast. Yeah. We wouldn't recognize you when you come back. You'll have a giant beard. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it. I've seen them all, all the baseball stadiums. You've done it. You could do it in like you could do the East Coast in like three months if you had an optimized program to catch when everything was a day game and how far you could go on the uh, route and catch the night games. Yes. But you'd be sunburnt to shit. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. I've seen it all. I did it. So many balls and strikes. <laughs> I've caught so many foul tips. <laughs> I ate so many peanuts. <laughs> there was just so much hot dogs and beer. Oh my god, I've had too many wieners. <laughs> uh, Alright, well let's... I've let's, got hot dog coming out of every two hole. Things. <laughs> let's... Uh, uh, let's since this is an end of the year show, and because we are a technology podcast, I think every technology podcast gives their 2018 predictions. So what? You said we couldn't do that. I was lying. <laughs> yes. All right, I got number see one. See what Vodka I have does. To put on some. Yeah, see what Vodka does. <laughs> put on some music. That's... This show brought to you by Vodka. <laughs> Thanks vodka. to the wonderful powers of alcohol. Vodka. Uh, when you think you can't dance, Vodka will let you know you can. What's the, uh, what... When you think you can't. <laughs> That's the new slogan for Vodka. <laughs> when you think you can't. <laughs> yes? No? Yeah. No? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so prediction number one. Prediction for 2018, number one. Year of the Linux desktop. Okay. Tyler. Uh, GitHub makes an operating system. Eric. Our podcast actually gets listened to by people. Thanks to my blog. Thanks to your blog. And other marketing activities. <laughs> okay, next. Christian. Uh, let's see. Um, there's going to be a new preprocessor for JavaScript. What's that going to be called? I have no clue, but Not it's going to be something script. No, but like you already got TypeScript, CoffeeScript, Babel. You're gonna get a new one. Okay. Tyler. Oh, there's also like GopherJS and a Brad. decentralized dating network. That sounds dope. Uh, dating <laughs> apps that will flag you based on the speech that you use in conversations with other people. Tinder's already doing that. Oh, so it'll match racists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by the way, by the way, it's a quick tangent. By the way, I own quicktangent.com, and I spent many weeks avoiding saying that phrase. Uh, don't talk politics on online dating. I notice people do this. I don't. That is, look, I'm not the best. I'm not the biggest romantic person. I mean, I'm in the amazed. World. It's you saying this. I'm this not is the impressive. womanizer. I was in the desert for a very long time, but I'm here to tell you, why the fuck would you do that? Why would you waste one of the few opportunities you have in life that aren't encumbered by politics to talk about fucking Donald Trump? No one gives a shit. <laughs> like, nobody... People give a shit because they spend their entire lives complaining hey look, about what he does. If you're so political and you want to weed one, weed the other side out, that's okay. <laughs> Get it done in your profile. But other than that, like, don't. It's, it's not a pundit situation. Bro, I want to know. Hey, you swiped right. What do you think about the Dream Act? I don't care. No, no, I no. mean, I'm oh, sorry. Wait. I do care, but I don't care. My, no, micropolitics bad. If you if you are strong on one side and you don't want to date the other so, side, okay. But so other than that, get. It shouldn't be. I, I have another prediction. That this was fueled that? from the uh, politics talk. Fueled by alcohol. Well, that's you. I but mean, the American Revolution was fueled by alcohol. Alcohol is fuel itself. Yeah. It is literally fuel. Yes. And yeah. Red Bull is fuel. Therefore, butane is fuel. Red fuel. But anyway. Except for that guy that drank Red Bull every day and now he has cancer. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so from the political talk, this is me. And that would be the idea of people are, fi- are going to be finding ways to get internet by bypassing ISPs. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. How? Well, there's a few ways you can do. You can do like a mesh a mesh network from people, like, and then you have like just like one ISP that you're dealing with across like an entire region, and then you get past it. Municipal internet, which is a thing in a lot of uh, states. All right, all right, all right, hold on. Slow down, speed racer. <laughs> How do we get past Optimum Cablevision? Us personally. Uh, well, so well, I mean, you, New York's dense enough to where we could actually make a pretty good mesh yeah, network. Yeah, we could. In fact, uh, actually, uh, our friend Joe showed me this uh, last night. Uh, Does he have a mesh network? NYC Mesh. It is a meetup group that is oh, working shit. on a me- mesh network yeah. to, uh, to bypass Real the free ISPs. internet. I'm gonna. Yeah. I want to go to that. We should go to that. Yeah, uh, January 11th. The 11th. That's a bad no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> should. We should go to that. We need to. I, I need to get back. Yeah. In the you buy a circuit. router and it's free internet. It's free internet. It's just like, like it was it's meant here to be. for you. Like it was meant to be. It's a free house for you, Jim. Which would mean, if this is the case, I no longer pay monthly bills. You'll still have to pay a monthly bill. Like your power bill. That's true, I did. And your sewer power. bill. You don't pay that. You no, rent. You yeah. don't pay that. You, your gas bill. Yeah. And the well, actually, stuff. those aren't monthly. I, you I've don't got, pay gas monthly? No, I, I, I've got to It's uh, tied into the rent. What? It's tied into the rent. Really? Yeah. So you can just leave your oven on and start a fucking fire like those people in the Bronx and you'd be fine? Pretty much. All right. It's good to know. That's like, uh, that's almost like a, um... What's his name? Hannibal Burris. It's like that Hannibal bit about water. Where he's like, I started bottling water out of my own sink. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just free. <laughs> it's just free. <laughs> and I realized how irresponsible I was being bottling water out of my own sink. Anyway, so I'm not, I'm not going to channel Hannibal right here, uh, mostly because if you've ever watched the second episode of The Office, it's where Steve Carell tries to do a Chris Rock joke. Oh my god, yes. That exactly be me right now. Actually, you know what episodes... Every damn time I try... No. Every, you know what episodes I watched recently that I remember sucking when I first watched them, but I found hilarious when I watched them with my parents this past week? Huh. The episodes with uh, Will Ferrell. Where he comes to take oh, over. Like oh, like D'Angelo Williams. Those, yeah. <laughs> D'Angelo Wickers. I don't know. Or Vickers. Vic, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was like, I, I remember watching this the first time it came out, and I was like, wow, this is the first time I am really mad at Will Ferrell. This is not entertaining. But then I watched it this past week, and I'm like, this is actually hilarious, and like that really, like, like it's like awkward, but hilarious, and like... I, I, I would stick with your first impression, in the, Christian. It wasn't... It, because the watch tone... It, watch it again. I did watch it recently. It deviates and watch it with the family. Tone. Watch it with family. I think My it family helps. In the holiday spirit, uh, a holiday episode of The Office was the one that really got me into the show. Wait, which holiday which episode? Holiday? They're the all one with the fucking Yankee swap. I was I, I dying. Wait, what? They do a secret Santa, and then Michael gets a shit gift, and he throws an iPod oh, in the mix. Oh, an iPod, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he gets he gets like an oven mitt from, from What's-Her-Face, and oh. oh my god, and he hates it. So he says, you know what? We're going to do a Yankee swap, <laughs> and then we start keep shifting presents around. Oh, Yankee swap. <laughs> oh, yes. My, my favorite holiday episode. It was so and hard it's, to it's, watch, but These I days it would not be allowed on TV, this episode. And that was the, one, the holiday episode where they go to Benihana. And then Michael has to mark oh, on the I've girls they bring one. back. 
Like, they bring back the two girls, Michael can't tell the difference, so he marks one of them with a marker. Yeah. Oh, man. That would not be allowed these days. <laughs> what about the one, or, or still at that same, the same scene where Rain Wilson was like, oh, no, I, I know sushi better than sushi. Yeah. <laughs> so and then the woman was like, really? You, you, you know? I mean, like, yeah, he's not using the right sword. Dwight Schrute is one of the greatest characters on t- television ever. A lot of people did trash the American office because it wasn't as good as the English one. It's different. It's and different. I think it's different because American workplace culture is, is unique. It's different from British I, I, workplace culture. Particularly, like, when the, the later parts where there were, were Michael Scott on the American Office, I thought that was actually better than the British Office. I thought it's, there were some parts, yeah, like there's an episode where where, where what's her face Jen has to has to chart down every single thing that Michael does during the day. Yeah, did you know <laughs> it's so that, bad that speaking of Dwight. Rain Wilson tried out for the part of Michael Scott. Oh yeah, and did the worst Ricky Gervais impression that's ever oh, been yeah. seen. No, it was uncomfortable. I Michael, I haven't seen the video. Of it, it was uncomfortable, which is Steve probably Carell, why they gave lo- him Dwight. Yeah, well, I'd love to watch it, but Steve Carell they refused. They're actually all on uh, he, YouTube. He refused oh, really? to watch. Yeah. He refused to watch The Office. He refused to watch anything of Ricky Gervais because yeah, he, he didn't want to do his want own thing. He yeah, exactly. And and that was a very good idea because, like I said, it's a it's a different. It's this. Yes, it's the Seth, American version. So of So that's a really good idea. It, it, it Seth Rogen also auditioned for Michael Scott, and he came in high off his ass. It was great. <laughs> the one thing, though, is that, that you can't really uh, portray in American workplace politics is that your boss is a drunk. And that was a great element of the British office. What? Was he a drunk in that version? <laughs> oh, yeah. First episode. Yeah, no. I, I watched it, but R- I forgot. Ricky, Ricky I was Gervais, also the drunk. The Ricky Gervais version was uh, drunk. Uh, it was, it's much more extreme. The, the funny Michael, that Michael Scott Michael is Scott so would. dumb that he seems drunk. I mean, but, it, I mean, no, no, but the thing is, is that the, the thing about, like, it, it, the American office I liked because it captured that, like, sanitized workplace like Dilbert yeah that, that's, that's yeah. what it's trying to do like that. being like right. hey they're all, the office they're, space. All, they're all stiffs because they have to be stiffs right and they're not actually stiffs right and yeah. Michael Scott I, you know there was <laughs> there, a thing that was so going on where there, it's like there, my there, god you would get fired so easily there if you were Michael Scott there was that thing going there was that meme going around that was like which three sitcom characters are you and I'm like my, I'm Michael Scott plus George Costanza plus Willy I gotta Wonka. try that what? What? Be, you're not. You're not Larry David. I said George Costanza. Larry David wasn't a sitcom character. Oh, I guess he was. Yeah. In his own show. I mean, they might not. George Costanza there. is I, I Larry mean, David. It's true. I, you have the same haircut as Willy Wonka, and then I know. And, and, That's and then, rude. I wanted. No, it's not. I like my hair. I'm not going. Oh no, I'm being you, rude. You really? Shit. Do, I do. I really do see the George Costanza. The I see Scott. the George Costanza because I, we wear the same shoes. You the, mean, I wear the same you're shoes as George Costanza. You're in New York the, City. The, the Michael Scott, I you're, do you see. definitely are that. I, I know, see the Michael Scott what, when you try to take the lead on something. You know what really reminded me? I appreciate that. You know what? Actually, no, it was a backhanded compliment. You know what really uh, <laughs> reminded me? <laughs> reminded me of Michael Scott when I did something uh, idiosyncratically, completely on my own, and then I realized it was also in an episode of The Office that I hadn't seen. <laughs> Go on. Nice. <laughs> and, it was, and it was like, I might be, what is it? Like, you might be right. You might be crazy. But that's just what I'm looking for. Something like from the Billy Joel song. And I said <laughs> you that. You may be right. Yeah, exactly. You may be right. right. And, I, and I said that just like <laughs> organically. And, I, and, and, then, and then later I watched The Office when that episode happened. Holy shit. I am Michael Scott. But I'm Michael Scott plus George Costanza yeah, plus I, Willy Wonka. I, I, I got to take this test then. I'm super curious. It's not a, it's not a test. Oh. It just comes from you. Oh, you I, can, thought, I thought this was like one, like no. you made it sound like it was one of those uh, clickbait things where it's like, which sitcom characters are you? No, no, no. Here, we can put the Jeopardy music back on. What sitcom characters, Christian, do you resonate with the most? Um, I feel like you want to call me Al Bundy, but I'll say no. No! 
You don't have that type of old New York sleaze that Al Bundy does, or Archie Bunker does. Thank you. Um, you have a new New York sleaze. <laughs> where you pronounce your R's and you, uh, no. I, anyway. I, I feel like Gilfoy from Silicon Valley resonates. Okay. Um, One. Let's see who else. Um, is he Chandler? Chandler. Really? You don't have that amount of energy. Really? You're you're not. He's Interesting. Not, he, he's not nearly he's got as the lovable. dry sense of humor. He's I, not nearly I, as lovable I, as as what's his face. All right, so trash that one. It was just <laughs> throwing it out there for fun. No, I I, th- I think that works. I'll take Chandler. No, we no. we might be able to find a better one. Let's look for a better one. I don't um, want to give you Chandler. I know you'll Ross? take it. Ross, too easy. <laughs> no, you're not Jewish. <laughs> um, let's see who else. Uh, Get away from friends. Let's see. Does Shameless count? I don't know it well enough. Okay, Shameless. What about Always Sunny? It's not really a sitcom. Always Sunny. That's a sitcom for sure. All right, uh, I'd, I'd say. Uh, but you're, you're like going. You're going by sitcom and then by character. Why not? You, there's none Stick of these characters. that just like speak to you out of the hours of TV as well, a red blooded American boy that you've Bert, watched. Bertram like from Galefoil. That, that, that one definitely. All um, right. And then uh, let's say uh, I think Dennis and uh, from uh, Always Sunny. Okay. And then uh, you peaked in high school. <laughs> wow, that, that, that there's some truth to that. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> you're afraid of it. Not necessarily true, but you're afraid of it. Yeah, damn, that is. I got you. Wow, <laughs> I see why you're resonating. Wow, now. that that really. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, wow, I just had an uh, epiphany there. Um, <laughs> let's see who else. Um, the original Starsky from Star... No! I can't be Starsky or, or Hutch, because the homeless guy called you guys Starsky and Hutch. Uh, yeah, you were Clark Kent. I was Clark Kent. Okay. Yeah. You're, there's, like, some... I, I keep saying this. I need to find the movie. There's some Disney character. It's, like, from Shrek or something like that. That's Please, not Disney. As long as it's not Gaston. I'm, it, no, okay. it wasn't. No, but it kind of... It's, it's the hair and the in the in the beard and the... Anyway. <laughs> Tyler, do, are there any sitcom characters that speak to you? Let's see. Um... I wish it were cool to say hide from that 70s show. I see it. I see he it. rapes girls, so... <laughs> Wait, does he? I thought that was Kelso. No, it was Dame Asherson. But yeah, oh. I'd say hide and then um, Shaggy and Scooby combined. Oh, you mean like... Yeah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I can see that. Wait, do, do you mean hide you're, you're, your you're really, Wait, hold on. Think about this, Christian. Tyler is both Shaggy and Scooby. <laughs> he really is. Zoinks! <laughs> and then you, yeah. Hey, let's get a Scooby snack. You are huh? both of those. <laughs> That's really... And you talk to yourself sometimes. And I really, solve mysteries. You solve mysteries. <laughs> I like it. I like it. This is really good. That's great. And that's the end of Jeopardy. Okay. <clears throat> um, one last... One last episode, uh, episode, one last article for tonight. Um, as we hit the 90, 100 minute mark, uh, I'll give you guys a choice. We can have an end of the year story. Will humans even write code in 2040? We can have a story about the most expensive, most, most expensive whiskey in the world being fake. Yes. Or yeah. Britain bans phones nope. for yep. your bum. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. nope. Wait, wait, but I do want to say, after me saying that Instagram, uh, the meme community, was incredibly awesome this year, one of the the just cherries on top at the end of the season was, uh, on the season, I mean year, was imagine uh, being a foreigner and how confusing it must be to learn English and realize that booty call and butt dial are completely two different things. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. For, for 2018, we need to get a stage manager. <laughs> help help wrangle the audience in, because they are off. Um, okay. Or well, just call to actions. Calls to action. Uh, 
2017, <laughs> the multi-millionaire rider Zhang Wei visited St. Moritz in Switzerland on vacation with his grandmother. Somewhere. The young author, he was just 36. Thank God. They still say young at 36. Uh, really? I know. That's weird. I know. Isn't it weird, Christian? Because I feel old at 30. I've got six, at least six more. First of all, I'm curious. I've got six, six more, more weeks years. of being 30. Six what? more years of you. You've got six more weeks in your 20s. Tyler. Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 see, I see why they start, they start things <laughs> off with a exclamation point. I was trying to figure out why is there an exclamation point. Six more years. <laughs> why is there an exclamation point? Because uh, they go multi-millionaire writer. I thought it was just writer. And I'm like, wait, why is there... Is, oh, he's a multi-millionaire writer. I, I did not understand why there was an exclamation point in parentheses. That's got to be pretty rare. <clears throat> anyway, the young author, he's just 36, of martial arts and fantasy stories, sat in the bar of the Hotel Wild House Omsay, where glass shelves are lined with thousands of upon thousands of shining bottles of rare whiskeys. One caught his eye. In 1878, Macallan single malt. McCallan. McCallan. Yeah, that's good. I can tell I don't drink whiskey. That's like this right up there with the time I said Cantopolis instead of cantaloupes. <laughs> Ooh. Cantopolis? Year highlights. <laughs> uh, that was from twenty that was from two thousand seven, actually, rather than twenty seventeen. Uh my college radio station. Anyway, um he asked to try it and told it wasn't for sale. He asked again, and this time the manager, Sandro uh, uh, Bernasconi, rang his father, who had bought it twenty five years ago when he had been a manager of a hotel. Quote, he told me we could wait another 20 years for a customer like that, so we should sell it. Uh, Mr. Zhang and I opened the bottle together and drank some of it. The price tag, a record-breaking $10,000 for a single dram. You know, What's a dram? Uh, I'm pretty happy. Uh, it's basically like a two-finger pour. Uh, but I am what? pretty happy that that's an obtainable Jeez. number. So that's like, a, what, how much is a finger? So $5,000? That's what fingers mean. Yes. It's taken me... I've been legally it's the able same, to drink for nine years, and I didn't know what that it's meant. It's the same system as forehead measurements. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's also fingers. Yeah, you put your fingers on top of your eyebrows. Like, thank God do I have a and forehead. How many, yeah, how many fingers before you hit your hair? You gotta, my hair is in com- front of my compre- eyes. Compress them together. Yeah, you have, you have and a forehead. It's to, it's to like you your, do not have a five head. Line. I have yeah. a three and a half head, actually. I've got, I've got like a... I actually have but, three I got like a but your fingers are fatter than mine. That's true. It's true. But it's, it's, it's body proportions. It's, it's the whole thing. You. Anyway, you know, if you, uh, if you can touch your elbow to your nose, you have cancer. No, it's if your hand is bigger than your face. What's the elbow to your nose? I don't know. You can't do that. No. Try it. Is your hand bigger than your face? Is your hand bigger than your face? No. If you have the internet, no, you can not. jerk off and it's fun. Christian, I've, been, I've, I've graduated fifth grade. I know the joke. Uh, you know what, though? I don't know if fifth graders Paul are doing Martin. that anymore. They probably are. I was in fifth grade in the 90s. Back when... It wasn't... You know, it's funny because I think the, the 90s were the first of the I not mean, real decades. I like, mean, if you grew up in the 80s, you're like, oh, man, that's rough. If you grew up in the 60s and said, oh, man, that's rough. But you grew up in the 90s. Oh, that's the first decade of political correctness. It's the first decade of sanitization. Yep. Although, if you if you uh, are a fan of uh, Donald Glover, you know the uh, uh, the joke where these days what kindergartners are doing are trying to wrestle a basketball from each other, and once they get the basketball, they go, and that's why your mom's in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> or as I once read on the wall in a urinal, the joke is in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Credit like to Mike it. Myers. I like it. You won't believe it, but The Love Guru is actually one of the funniest movies ever. The first time you watch it, it may it. be stupid, but the second time you watch it, it's like, wow, that's a, a really amazing movie. I won't believe it. I don't, I don't like The you Love Guru. You won't, but me and all three of my brothers were obsessed with it. 
the first time, nobody liked it. After that, it was like, wow. That's all three of your brothers? Great. Yeah. I have one real brother and two stepbrothers. We were all obsessed. Where's the other brother? One real brother, two stepbrothers. Eric's bad at math. Yeah. Anyway. One real brother. And are they he lives health? with me. We give high fives all the I time. I know him, but the two <laughs> other people two stepbrothers, that I haven't seen. Yeah, two stepbrothers. They live in California. Live in California. Do they have bunk beds? No. Stepbrothers have bunk so beds for, st- uh, for activities. We, ha- we had bunk beds at one point. They like spooning each other, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, something was off Call with this me whiskey. The big Remember dipper, talking- baby. <laughs> Remember we were talking about whiskey? $10,000 for a single dram? Yep. Yeah, and it was fake. Uh, but something was, oh, it was off. fake news. No, it was fake. Uh-huh. Zhang discovered... Oh, described his drink on the Chinese microblogging platform Weibo. Weibo. The taste he wrote was good, but it didn't have much struggle inside. Anyway, he I, finds I, I out... Don't, I don't know what that would... What is it taste? Struggle? Well, when you spend two thousand or ten thousand dot ten, I can't even say ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars on an ounce of whiskey. of whiskey, you'll have many more words to describe I mean, how it went down your mouth. The most throat. I've probably spent is forty dollars on a single pour, and that was like very. That seems expensive. That was very for velvety us and who drink all of a sudden now it doesn't like seem bad. Normal people, well, but forty dollars so, for a pour is still well, a two so finger one, drink. It wasn't it's still me. a two it figure, was, two finger. Drink. It was my 21st birthday, and my roommate at the time, we went to this place that happened to be around the corner from us, which was, like, a scotch and whiskey bar. And uh, so uh, it was just this one pour. It was so How do you remember movie. parts of your 21st birthday? Because I didn't remember the part where I went out with you guys instead. He yeah. remembers the part where we threw up in the karaoke bar. We didn't go back for I months. I don't remember that. that. I do part, not Tyler. remember. Yeah, you're the only one. We remember that. We remember that quite well. I, I, I remember that. Slow I can see it in my slow I don't motion. Remember see that. it in my head. You're just standing there, and then you bend over, and it all comes out, and it's I, right on the floor, and then you and you just stand there. I'm like, smiling the whole time. Nothing <laughs> fucking happened. I, I, I remember right it's before like, that. It's like a baby when it poops in the diaper. It's just like, hey, how's it going? Look what I did. Here, look what I did. <laughs> I, re- I remember immediately before that, right up to waking up on Tyler's couch. <laughs> and that, that about e- right. everything in between, just n- nothing. I don't remember getting back to Good. Tyler's place. And I, that, that, that's, that, that sh- that's how it should be, Christian. That's why I said, how do you remember part of your 21st birthday? I remember everything before that. I remember, before the, I remember the Wayland. I remember Summit. I remember going back to Summit after Wayland. Okay. Um, well, it turns out that this rare single malt whiskey was not real. Dun, dun, dun. Researchers from the University of Oxford performed carbon dating and found that the date on the label was almost a century off. A century! Oh. Rather than being from 1878, they said it was almost certainly a 1978 knockoff. <laughs> Next. Wow. I'll take... Eight thousand of those dollars back, please. <laughs> Hope they gave yeah. it back. Next, lab test by alcohol analysts Tatlock and Thompson showed it was probably a blended scotch and not, in fact, a single malt at all. Oh, for shame! That's like, like now the question I, is: I, the at person most, who, at most, I would pay like twenty dollars for that. Now the question is: uh, someone who pays ten thousand dollars for, excuse me, an ounce, basically, of whiskey. Why wouldn't oh. he be able to know that? You Couldn't you tell that by to- taste? Uh, I'm asking if, if the you, alcohol experts he sounded, here. If, if you, well, no, he if you drink like, whiskey enough, actually, it's an interesting thing. This is true of m- most alcohols. In fact, there's a uh, really interesting post that was on Hacker News not too long ago about this with wine, where really, if you pay more than forty dollars for a bottle, you're paying more so for packaging than anything else. 
And uh, with I mean, six dollar wine gets me pretty like, drunk. If you're a sommelier, so if you're a six dollar so- wine is actually mostly water. No, I'm actually. If you're a sommelier, you can appreciate that. But what's the odds I'm that a sommelier this- is a multimillionaire that can afford ten thousand dollars a drink? Right. Not gonna happen. What's the yeah? This guy is rich money, not because he's yeah. super good at drinking whiskey. I'm in the whiskey. twelve yeah. to eighteen dollar bottle of wine. Yeah, that range. guy. That guy can probably appreciate thirty to forty dollar glasses, maybe because he uses he drinks it all the time. But like. That doesn't put him in a position to appreciate that kind of. Whiskey. But wouldn't you be able to tell if you if you're at the level? Of not affluence. if you're a spoiled rich kid that has ten thousand dollars to drop on a glass. He's not a whiskey expert. Wait, me and Christian probably might even be able to appreciate it more because we probably and you would have be able for to our appreciate whiskey. the, I mean, the ten thousand dollars and, drink, that, and we taste our shit when we drink it because we yeah. can't afford that. Would you yeah, talk about common. the struggle that it would take to go down your throat? That that makes no sense. A, a good, I, it's in quotation marks. Good, like a, I don't know. A good whiskey should go down easy. Okay, but it should, that's be, a, vel- it should be velvety. <laughs> and I, I I prefer like the, the, when I'm where's when the, I'm paying a, a little bit more for it. I pre- I hope there's a little like hint of vanilla but to it. The margin between forty dollars and ten thousand dollars is pretty big. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's not going to suck your dick. No, I, 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 for ten thousand dollars, really ten thousand dollars should, but it's not. Uh, like uh, you just got to know your shit it to appreciate it at that point. At that, at, like beyond like eighty dollars for any kind of alcohol, at that point you're just throwing down cash to throw down cash. You better be having uh, like some some significant other or some person you're attracted to to, to impress. Yeah, me and Christian yeah, exactly. personally found like thirty-five to fifty dollars range of stuff where it's like that, that's you ideal. couldn't get better than this. Yeah, that's ideal. Well, you could because there was this fake ten thousand dollars whiskey. I mean, from people that I've heard that have tried Cristal, they say it tastes like a fifty-dollars bottle of champagne. It's yeah. not. I mean, I've had Don Perignon for more than I should have paid, and. I'm- yeah, no, it was just like any other shipping. See, having a low tolerance for alcohol means that I don't really care about how 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 excessive or how beautiful these alcohols are. I don't get it. I don't get the refined... A lot like, of it is I'll to just never... throw cash around so you can have your peeing races with your rich friends. It's not a peeing race, it's a pissing <laughs> contest, Linda. Uh, <laughs> so you can have your pee races <laughs> At the Yacht Club. Yeah. Um, Gene, no. Anyway. Gene, no. <laughs> uh... Let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Can you do a Teddy voice, Eric? What's a Teddy <laughs> voice? Teddy from Bob's Burgers. Oh, it's kind of like there. Bob Linda. It's really low. Bob Lovely. Linda. I, I, I just love really burgers. Stupid. Oh, I I, I'm I doing a terrible one. I, I, I recognize You'd I'm doing a You'd probably do a good version. I don't know. I'd have to listen. But it definitely like push you out of your to, box a little I'd bit. Have to, I'd have to hear it. Not that you don't really have a box anymore since you're gay, but. Yeah. No, my <laughs> boxes. I said I'm probably bi. It's two boxes. God. It's a box in a hole. It's a box in a box. <laughs> box in a box. It's a box in a box. Uh, anyway, uh, there's whiskey. a frog on the log. <laughs> Ooh, there. There's a frog on the log on the bump on the lake. Toad. 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 River. Lake. House. Bench. To yeah. the hole in the bottom of the sea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, drink ourselves back to third grade. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, let's see. A sample of the rare single malt whiskey made its way to specialist rare whiskey 101 in Dunfermline. In Dunfermline, I'm sure the former close. Scottish capital. That's not how they say it. Oh, Dunfermline. Dunfermline. There you go. Researchers from the University have to, you have of to have a Oxford. Couple in you to yeah, say it. there you go. Uh, performed carbon dating and found that the uh, date on the label was almost a century off. We said this already. Uh, uh, Bernasconi had believed the bottle, that was the, the bartender, had believed the bottle would be worth an eye-watering $300,000. Instead, RW101 told the BBC it is, quote, almost worthless as a collector's item. Ooh. So yeah. a- a- any mixed whiskey is not going to be worth it. So Bernasconi boarded a plane to China 
to bring Zhang the bad news and a full refund in person. Oh. Quote, That's tits. That was nice of him. He thanked me very much for the hotel's honesty and said his expertise or his his experience in Switzerland had been good. The result say expertise. I, I, That's I, a I, huge I not, refund. Yeah. That's the vodka. Uh, in the meantime, RW101 founder David Robertson said that they would remain on the case of rogue bottles in an ongoing war against, quote, fakers and fraudsters who seek to dupe the unsuspecting rare whiskey consumer. You think RW101 knows VB8? Isn't VB8 a... Uh, Audio yeah, protocol? he said RW101. What is that? Isn't he like... VB8's the dude from Star Wars. BB8. Yeah, it's BB8. You know what? Okay. <laughs> I can't be expected to listen to two hours of Star Wars movies and understand people's names. It's actually been a hundred minutes, not two hours. Anyway. All I know is Keanu Reeves crushed it. Keanu Reeves <laughs> did crush it. Anyway. On that bombshell, it's time to... Ah! Touch screens. <laughs> <laughs> and Super Mario Casino level. Also, Benicio del Toro. I'm a fan. Dude. I was Benicio not expecting him in that movie. I didn't really know him, but now I'm a big fan. He was baller. I I, I thought he did a good job. The, the, he did a good job. The, the movie so, was bad, I, but he did yeah, a good job. I, I didn't. My one I don't agree with really, that. My one but, brother really despises the movie. The way I put it, why is, did he despise it? I want to know. He, he feels like this just took he, everything Star Wars has ever worked on and just shat all over it. Does I he have examples and like a real like real argument, or is it? Just well, his, his argument has been like they they were setting up so much lore. And they just pissed all over. Oh, yeah, with uh, the what's-his-face? Snoke. Snoke. That was yeah. random. Who is Snoke? Snoke is a Snoke. He randomly appeared in Force Awakens. So there are petitions out there to say that uh, was he in... Last Jedi was not canon. There are petitions out there to that, get that officially it declared. It has to be canon. You can... It's about as canon as a printer. Like, really, oh. given what happened in the movie. Do you see it? Yeah. It's great. Given what happened in the movie, it can't not... Be canon. I think. It, I think it there was, are two it was things that happened in the film that can't not be canon. I, I would not call that a great let's, Star Wars, but it was entertaining. It was not a good Star Wars. Let's, it not, was, let's not go fifteen minutes down this rabbit hole, guys. No, yeah. you're right. We're yeah. about to end the show, so why don't we do that? Yeah, Christian. <laughs> nice, Tyler. Let's let's definitely we're do that off camera. We're almost at a two-hour fucking show here. <laughs> I've so, had a great time. You've had a great time, Christian. Do you approve of this week's poll request? Ooh wee! Our last poll request of the year. Looks good to me. Yeehaw! Tyler? Goddamn. <laughs> How about you? Oh, yeah. This is a great show. Wonderful. Well, then let's all hit merge. And we'll see you next year, which is in three hours. Bye. Right here Bye. on Hoverquest. This has been the Pneumonium Production. The views and opinions expressed on Pulverquest do not necessarily reflect those of Pneumonium LLC or its subsidiaries. This week's theme music provided by Volpec. Visit them at V-U-L-F-E-E.